actual, very real BBC is proud to present Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, a 2016 Christmas special. Starring Jason Clam and Dan Gomilla, with special guests Taylor Jessen, David Tennant, A Bag of Twiglets, Ricky Gervais, Nigel Havers, Her Majesty the... Well, I assume this is an actor playing Her Majesty the Queen, so we'll leave it at that. And probably that Christmas song by Slade. I'll just fire right off of here. I feel I'll like s- I'm going to be completely <laughs> underwhelming. Let, let's get this off on the wrong foot right away by just announcing the world's worst Christmas song that I can think of, mm-hmm. which is Mummy Won't Be Home for Christmas by The Scaffold. Ooh. And I'm afraid you can you can get it on my blog. All right. We'll have to find that one and possibly play that one. Dan, do you want? Do you so you you said your intro is going to be a letdown after the BBC introduced it? It is. It's definitely it definitely a letdown. Do you want to go? No doubt. Want to go ahead and let us down, or? Well, it wouldn't be the first time. No. (sighs) Jingle bells, Jason smells, comedy laid an egg. That is how you describe Dan and Jay's comedy hour. No, no, not a letdown. That is, that is easily <laughs> thought out, thought out, put together in a, just a, oh boy. Thank you so much for yeah. that, Dan. I, uh, nope, no problem. Yeah. End the show there. That's what I say. Well, I'm sorry. I've had, I've been preoccupied. Uh, have you, Dan? So strange you should say that, that you're preoccupied. Um, it's a very good um so we should just point out to everybody uh, uh this is episode 100 of danny jay's comedy god it damn is. it right taylor jessen's with us every time here's what's great is no one can see the best part of this podcast so far and that is the fact that taylor has a ribbon around his eyes and has since we started recording we'll just have to we'll have to ensure that it's in the final photo yeah yeah agreed um so uh, this is I, I i literally do have an agenda you can't see it dan but i have an agenda for this episode um First of all, oh my God, an agenda. This is Who does that? this is a ceremonial opening of a bag of Twiglets. This happens every 100 episodes. <laughs> Bullet point one. Mm, nope, that's a good Twiglet. Taylor, have you had a Twiglet? And do you want to try one? I'd love to try one. They're weird. I just want it. It's English. Very English. Very weird. They taste like burned. Oh my God, it's fantastic. Okay, it's like good. all the good part. Of the crispy skin of the chicken. Oh, yeah. Without any of the chicken. <laughs> That's a good point. Without the chicken. That is exactly what, what this is. What I've you never just, noticed that before. What you have just given me is the 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 dream version of, this, of the, the burned, slightly burned skin. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. I had never thought about that, but that's perfect. Dan, what do we want to discuss this episode? This is the poor planning. Dan and I were both working on projects and shit so much that we didn't really plan what we're talking about. Do you want to talk about... The, let's just, the record? Let's just talk about do you, us, do you, Jason. You don't want to talk about like our. Let's just just let's just discuss us. What is mm-hmm. Dan and Jay's comedy mm-hmm. hour? Let's just mm-hmm. you know we got the we got our historian on site that now. That is true. We should really discuss yeah, we, we, our we history. Told you right, Taylor, that you're also our archi- archivist now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, I don't know if you were informed of this. This was decided a few months ago. Right. Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. So that at this point, I'm going to uh, therefore take control and say, 
Uh, go back into my memory bank. We'll we'll explore some of my memories instead. Mm. So, Jason, the yeah. the uh, crispy chicken skin flavor thing that you just gave me <laughs> reminds me of the twiglet of, of 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 British origin. Reminds me of when I was a small child of mm. age nine or ten, and we would have crispy chicken every week and watch Real People, a show which I hope you missed. And it would uh, involve after watching that we would listen to uh, a terrible record. Mm-hmm. A terrible. Oh, I think I remember you telling me about this terrible record. Sorry for that noise, folks. At home. A a terrible record uh, by the uh, should have been brothers but weren't uh, Sandler and Young. Ah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's all. There. I don't want to share any more of this memory because it's mm-hmm. just too damn depressing. All right, and that's fine. the album isn't <laughs> funny. And yeah. it's uh, that's all there is to this. Well, anecdote. let's talk. Well, let's talk about a funny album. What do you want? Okay. Two things. We do one of two things, Dan. We can talk about the world's smallest comedy album, meaning the world record we worked on for a very long time. The second one. The world the record. world record record. We can yeah. talk about that since as it's archi- literally as 10 archivist, seconds I, I, I say yes. Uh, that uh, It has, is winter themed. I already put that on it the is. list for this week's show, so you better oh, talk, okay. talk about that. All right, good. Or my labels are going to be wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, here we go, Dan. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Yes. Okay, so uh, I titled it Vinyl Dwarf. Uh, we worked with people in a position to know uh, we wanted to make not just the smallest comedy album because we kind of, men. we kind of, what mm-hmm. do we do? Do we cheat? We sort of cheated by making it micro USB, which is fine, whatever. I don't care. Or micro yeah. SD. Still very small. I don't think anybody's released a comedy album that small. People released rock albums that small, but not a comedy. They really haven't. You nailed it. You absolutely cannot put that on a smaller media without mm-hmm. coding it in a chip. See, Taylor gets it. Yeah, and that, exactly. although that is now the next goal, I suppose. But, but in the meantime, <laughs> we made what well, we made. Dan and I recorded. I wrote a shitty joke in about ten minutes. Dan and I recorded it in about a half an hour. It shouldn't have taken that long, but we did. And I cut together, and I'll put a clip in then at some point <clears throat> of that because I don't have it pulled up because we weren't prepared. You know what though? The worst part is, mm-hmm. just want to point out. I think it took us. It took us too long to actually record yep. it. But it took at least ten times as long to come up with the joke. Welcome to the world's smallest comedy album. And now, our joke. Why can't the snowman get his snow wife pregnant? Turn your disc over for the punchline. And now the punchline. Because he has snowballs. Thank you for listening from Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour and people in a position to know. And it has an intro, it has an outro, because we had 10 seconds to burn, and bec- and there's there's backwards masking on the second side that, <laughs> that you can't help. Because, okay, so we got it made. Um, <laughs> Mike Dixon, at People in a Position, you know, who, by the way, I was hooked up with because of Taylor. Taylor's the reason that we're, we ever contacted the guy. True. He does custom, yeah. like, weird custom vinyl. Um, and I'm already burpy. Um, weird custom vinyl, and I asked him... Holy shit, I'm so burpy. Anyway, hi guys, episode 100, super classy already. Uh, I asked him if we could do it, if we could do a small one. He's like, yeah, I've been thinking about doing that. And so long story short, eventually he's like, yeah, well, we figured out a way to make them small, but they have to be on a custom turntable. So he made a plinth and put a custom, made a custom record player just for our record. And I will at some point just make the video uh, public because it was private because we tried to get Guinness to accept it, but there are a bunch of interesting people who don't want to <laughs> accept it as a record. But I don't care. It is still the smallest comedy album of all time. 
because they're like, well, we have a smaller one than that, but we don't do it by genre. Well, you do other things by genre, so you should accept it. Um, but it was it was fun to make, and Dan and I barely participated in its making. <laughs> but we did get to I get to watch it demoed because Taylor drove me out to Palm Springs to watch it get demonstrated because it was only nice. it was going to happen, and we it's we epic. Did. Yeah, I think it was a lot of fun, and we only played one side I think on on camera because the whole idea was, hey Guinness, you get to hear this shitty punchline if you come out and check it out. <laughs> All right, exactly. But it did yeah. exist. It's a good. It's a good way to uh, to lure them in to say, mm-hmm. you know, leave them leave them wanting is what they say. And uh-huh. That was a good idea. And from what I understand, there are, there's only one double sided one that exists. There are a couple others where where he tr- did a few tests, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it's fun, and I will put a clip in here. Um, Dan, segment two, three, or four. What segment are we on right now? I have. Uh, hmm? check are you numbering them? Points. I don't have them numbered. Um, so you should have no, just should put do. one or two. Are they dots? Because you could just put a one, two, and then it's a numbered system instead. Mm, it's a good point. No, I don't even have. Or is that. it digital? It's, it's completely digital. So everything's easy uh, when it's digital, Jason. It's true. Taylor still has a ribbon on his eyes. I feel like this should be pointed out to the world at large. Who's not <laughs> listening to this? Uh, He's bullseye now. You know what you could do, Dan. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to open your your gift? I got Dan a hundredth yes. episode. By gift. the way, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. but I am attired. You're goddamn right you are, sir. Christmas Look at sweater. that. Now, you may notice look like little, something special about the pattern on this shirt. like cats or foxes. Or cats. Or and I'll show you screaming why. aliens. Let okay, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. What is Dan wearing? What is Dan wearing? Kitty is the oh correct answer. God. It's a kitty. That is. It's, it's not it's, just a kitty. It's, it's angry. Angry kitty. I don't like this. Angry because of it's, the red hat. It's lamp. It's definitely it is lamp. lamp. Found it at found it at Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. It is lamp. Yeah, it's Fred Meyer, a it's thrift also, store. It's oh, it's also we have no Fred Meyer is just it's a real store. Fred is a big department. Fred Meyer is what happens God. to Sears and Grand Central oh when you God. get away from it's little cats on the side wearing sweaters, knitted onto a sweater. Eight and, bit cats in yeah. and and paw prints and in a, paw prints in acrylic. Oh my God! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Woof! Class? <laughs> no. Meow. You know, I'm I'm not wearing anything Christmassy. I should at least have a Santa hat on or something. I know. I mean, Taylor's wearing ribbon. No, Taylor's well. Oh, thank you. Let's just repunctuate that sentence just to make it more awkward. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not wearing anything Christmassy. <laughs> Whoa! The <laughs> extra comma in there. All right. So here's the box. That's a box. There's a there's a there's a very small non-drama story with uh-huh. this. So it was supposed to arrive yesterday according to the tracking information that Jay gave me. And it's it 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 arrived at the station, the 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 U, UPS USPS station at 251 and according to their website it said that it was out for delivery. And I'm like, ah, that seems unlikely. Mm-hmm. And of course it never showed up. Yesterday. Of course. And then today I look and it says it's been delivered and it's left out front. And I'm like, I was just out there, and it was not there. I looked everywhere. I walked up and down the street, like, looking for it. And I'm like, I need it today, guys. Where is it? Where did you deliver it to? Um, And so I called the post office, and apparently they delivered it. By the way, I think this is what the important part is here. Jay, you wrote the address correctly. Uh Just want you to be be clear Uh on that. But there's a Redway Circle and a Redway Court that are cul-de-sacs off of Redway Road. Ah. And I think they tried to go to the wrong Redway. Mm. 
And so they brought it back to the post office. But when I called, the delivery guy was literally standing next to the guy I called. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so they talked, and he's like, he's got it in the truck. He'll bring it by. And so within 10 minutes, there was a knock on my door with the box from Jason. I blame the whole zip code system for allowing there to be streets with those similar names in the same zip code. I agree. Get it? <laughs> Get it the hell together. Mm-hmm. There are nine right. digits. You know it's in a different so, nine digit. So I'm, I'm opening the box. I had pre-cut it. I pre-scored it in order to save some time. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, looks like Jay sent me a bunch of coupons. Yeah, there's a bunch of coupons in there. One's for a back rub. One is for, uh, you know, just a little friendly talk. If you want to talk every once in a while, a little friendly talk. Okay. I'm guessing it's in the actual tissue paper. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. There's some nice tissue paper. Tissued, tissued oh, paper. That's how you say it. Okay. Tissue. All right, so I got the tissue paper here. Oh, ready? My favorite sound is tissue paper ripping. That's my bad asthma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Okay. It's not, it's not right at all. And it's the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice, and I like I like it's got the album. It's a whole little display. Wow! With a little mini bottle of alcohol mm-hmm. with it. God damn! So remember when I told you I was making one? I literally so I bought two little bottles of scotch when I was on my honeymoon in Edinburgh. Uh huh. And they were like a pound a piece or whatever. So it's cool. So I they, they survived that. What they didn't survive is me making one of those contain one of those little displays. Slightly too small on a 3D printer oh, no. and trying to press the bottle in. I thought it was being gentle and it just, pfft, it's very thin glass. So Off don't it even. Went. My original plan was let's <laughs> drink these to celebrate. It'd be funny to watch us try. Don't bother. It just looks cool with the record. <laughs> so I'm going to get myself yes. another one because you can probably order them online. Because uh, I have I'm gonna, this one. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little. I have a white one. Little. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cheers. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get a little uh, picture hanger thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna hang it on the wall yeah i was trying to figure out if i should make a stand uh, but I i'm should like hang it in the living room like it's <laughs> yes you should platinum yes, record. You should. Yeah, i was I'm totally say. gonna do yeah. that uh, totally gonna do that i have no idea if that's side a or side b that is one of the ones like like i said i think he told me he only made one functional one and that must be the one that i have here so uh but yeah so you have you have I made the little cover again it's called vinyl dwarf there's a front and a back to the to the label i'll have to send those to you oh you've seen them so good but um mm-hmm. yeah and i so i made that for dan few days ago with my new 3d printer i made myself one this is free dan because you got me all that that stuff they're like hey if you leave us a review blah 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 you can get uh you can get free uh some free filament so i got some free clear filament and it makes it look like cool. um ribbon candy if you could see this up close it looks like ribbon candy wow it's fucking great <laughs> um so yeah there you go Happy 100th anniversary, Dan. 100th anniversary. Not correct. Nope. Not how that goes. Nope. You're looking spry. You're looking spry mm-hmm. for someone of, of Willard Scott age. You know if that happens, by the way, if like it does turn out that this is the first generation to like heavily exceed 100 uh, like or 150, like it's, it's going to have been a waste. It'll be wasted on us and our generation. How, you know, it's, it's. It's very sad. It's okay. I mean, if we exceed 150, it's okay. We'll be the, we'll be the first generation old enough to really enjoy the purge. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. that's true. That's a very good point. Um, I because we'll, you know we'll be earning our keep at that point pretty much. I had in a list here, Dan. Um, my next thing was uh, that we maybe have a little world premiere, and so, for something Taylor might want to have to remove the ribbon. <laughs> Santa, is that you? This is Terry. Terry the elf. Santa, where are you? 
Guys, I can't get Santa. Santa seems to be lost. Well, Goodall's got his antlers on and Santa's raring to go. It's Christmas Eve and for those who believe they need to cut through the snow. Fog ain't a problem, speed of light and all, but his sled is moving quick. Elves out of range, Santa needs some helpers who can all drive stick. Santa ain't got no internet, no phone, but he got ears. So he breaks out the CB radio for the first time in 30 years. Breaker, breaker, this is Big Red and I'm hauling a sack of toys. Tell me someone's out there. Ain't nothing worse than white noise. Ho, 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 ho. Well, Santa waited and waited as the cookies all turned cold. The milk became lukewarm and the Christmas cheese started to mold. And then out of the darkness, there came a familiar sound. A crackle on channel 11, a Christmas miracle found. Breaker one nine, Santa good buddy, this here's Madame 8-Track. Bring that sleigh on down, my friend, me and the boys all got your back. So Big Red just headed on down to the misty highway below. And he got trucking once again, thanks to CB Radio. What's going down in Christmas Town while Santa drives his sleigh? The elves all hope for delivery, but all they can do is pray. When you're stuck, you can always call, just gotta ring the right bells. The men and women of the Christmas band, those 18-wheeled angels. Big Red, what's your 20? We got bears in the air, so mash your boater. Over. We have a bear taking pictures by the fan store, Big Red. So hammer back, good buddy. Hey there, Big Red, this is Tom Swift. What's your 20, good buddy? Standing by. Hi, Big Red, get your own flip-flop. We going bye-bye. Well, Santa let out to Baton Rouge, all thanks to the CB. Got pulled over by some Smokies on his way into D.C. A truck jackknifed so he could jet. A trucker took one for the team. He may have ruined traffic, but he saved a little kid's dream. The semis delivered presents to American girls and boys, while Santa headed overseas, delivering US-made toys. They say he does it all in one night, but he needs more than just elves. It's a folks on poppers and energy drinks, delivering toys themselves. What's going down in Christmas Town while Santa drives his sleigh? The elves all hope for delivery, but all they can do is pray. When you're stuck, you can always call, just gotta ring the right bells. The men and women of the Christmas band, those 18 wheeled angels. Santa, he headed home after a night of chimneys and gifts. He spoke to his reindeer, thankful and happy, put his sleigh up on a lift. Tomorrow's time for sleigh repair. Tonight, eat, drink, and be merry. Cause Santa and the truckers saved another Christmas with an elf named Terry. Hi, I'm Terry the Elf, and I wasn't mentioned in the song for some reason until now. <laughs> Not my Santa.
couple couple podcast episodes ago, Dan and I were like, we decided that I should make a CB Christmas song, which existed <laughs> already. CB Santa already exists. Wow. We, yeah, so I decided I want to make my own. And uh, everything on there except for the drums is me and or Jen. So uh, I actually played electric guitar. That's never happened before. I did an okay job. <laughs> so good. Good job, yeah. Thank you, buddy. As, and and Taylor, did you is, did we tell you about that at all? Were you no. Oh, okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. I Didn't couldn't know remember. So that was a, that was a complete surprise for you, Taylor. So what are what are your first thoughts? from top to bottom? You can feel free to be critical, mostly of Dan's animation. It's epic. <laughs> Everything was great except the animation. It was just right. Like, Such a horrible job, Dan. Jesus, it was beautiful. I love it so much because Dan Dan <laughs> sent me a text the other day just saying my arm is tired and it was like thirty drawings <laughs> strewn across the room and it was like oh you fucking insane person. It's great. <laughs> Happy and that was that happy. was the easy part because then I yeah. scanned all of those line drawings yeah. in and basically watercolored in Photoshop. So right. when I colored in to create a watercolor look, mm-hmm. it takes about th- three layers. Yeah. So I colored pretty much every single one of those pictures three times. Jesus Christ, Dan. It's that's insane. I was wondering. I'm yeah. still tired. I bet. I've never <laughs> see. I've never. I've never. I don't use Photoshop. I'm because I'm old. Uh, so I don't. I don't know how it works. But uh, well done. It's just just tweaking brush settings. Well done. So that's in 8K, right? You scanned that in high def, <laughs> super high def, 8K. We're the first 8K video on. Okay, that's what we'll do. We'll make the world's biggest music video. Um, never been done before. 8K. We'll uh, we'll, but we'll have to do it since YouTube can only go up to 4K. Mm-hmm. We'll have to have four videos, and then we tell mm-hmm. you to line them up four windows. In <laughs> Indeed. So an upper left, an upper right, lower left, and lower right. Is this not a? Oh, this will have a screw top. It'll have a sort of flame, flaming lips uh, Zyrega vibe to it. I have no <laughs> idea what that was. Four CDs in uh-huh. one package, and you had to st- you had to press play on all four of them at once. At once. If you owned four CD play, fucking flaming lips, they're insane. I yes. respect them, but they're insane. Yes. Uh, that's just, that's that, what you do is you go into Gold Wave with those four CDs and just overlay them all. Yeah, just overlay. That's them what all. I did the moment I bought it. I just threw it into Audition and and mixed <laughs> and it down. The, yeah. Here's the, here's the ruined version for me. <laughs> Fine but for you me. Don't get the magic of having to buy four CD players and uh, hit them all. With <laughs> Miss the, what is, what is, what is, magic. What's the what's the end game of that? Mm. Well, oh, the end game is you imagine how it must have been when they had a version with like 20 cassette tapes in boom boxes in a parking lot, which mm-hmm. was the original. Mm. You get to meditate on that and no. think, no. glad but, I missed it. So the flaming lips what, what, just yeah, have to hurt my though, OCD. Yes. What, what I'm saying is mm. what's what's the benefit? None. They're artists, Dan. Right. I mean, like, to be fair, we, we made like, it. It lets you think about how it was when you had 20 cassette tapes. Why the fuck did you have 20 cassette tapes? That doesn't answer the question. That just begs more. <laughs> that is true. Dan makes a very good point, Taylor. <laughs> uh, I, I got no answers. I mean, okay, we, thank you. That's all I needed to hear. I, w- I wish I did. I wish I didn't have this to say, Dan. But um, like this, I I want to do something. We have some like some uh, just like some demo versions of these that are not cut, right? So I still have some like blanks of these. I want to do something with the, our little records, uh, just to go back to this for a second. We'll have to figure this out, but I also came up with another project, and we'll <laughs> talk about that way later. We're not going to deal with this at all, because tonight <laughs> tonight we celebrate uh, the Christmas band. Or 100 years of Dan and Jay. 100 years of Dan and Jay. 100 years. Um, I, I, 
I really enjoyed that. Like, it made me like my song more. I enjoyed my song fine, <laughs> but it really did make me like my song more because uh, you did a great. Okay, especially Taylor and I both shit ourselves, I think, at the Happy Santa with the beard boy. Yes. Like, oh, <laughs> that is great. That so is probably good. the best. I had a, I, that, was, that was fun to draw. I yeah. liked on that. And the, and the truck angels <laughs> were literally just. How I pictured it in my head, I mm-hmm. managed to get into video. Yeah. And I don't often do that, especially with a weird medium like what I was doing. But right, I just, right. it worked so well. It was perfect. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> that was the other one where we, where we clearly shit ourselves. I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, cool. Trucks. I'm like, oh, my God, they've got wigs. Fuck me. It was too good. That was and way Halos. too good. Yeah, and Halos, right. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Damn um, and so, so the bit with the... Um, was it? Oh, the CB. When the CB's talking. Mm-hmm. So you want to know how I did that? Yes, I do. So I had um, another version of that picture mm-hmm. with the voice sound marks on it, so I could line it up easily. And I manually keyframed it on and off based on the wave format on the Jesus bottom of Christ. the thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the wave isn't really all that high. I'll just do fifty percent here. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Dan. But it came out. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch it because there were actually a ton of details in it. And I love it. <laughs> it is your. It is. It is to you as eight millimeter is to Fellini. Is it eight millimeter? Is that what I've never seen? It. I went to film school and I've never seen a Fellini film because I choose not to. Fellini's uh-huh. greatest movie with Nick Cage. Bar none. <laughs> yeah. See, what's the actual movie called? What is it? It's not eight millimeter. <laughs> it's his movie about snuff films. What the fuck is the one? It's his. I think it's called Sixty Seconds. I hate Fellini because, <laughs> because you know why I literally saw what's the one oh, what's the Fellini movie name a few Fellini movies uh, Satyricon there we go I literally in college oh. saw a kid wearing a Satyricon t-shirt and I immediately wanted to blow my brains out it's you don't wear a t-shirt enough. for See neorealist like yeah then you can shoot them or it's you not neo- shoot is them his neo- is neorealist and a, and and uh, whatever the other word is that I'm looking for. Uh, um, Annoying? Not absurdist. What's the word? Uh, 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 experimental. Uh, Let's just say experimental. But he is neorealist. Am I not correct? I could uh, be wrong. Uh, he was in the 40s, right? Th- no. He was active in the 50s and yeah, 60s. In the 40s. I'm going to say the 40s. Uh, uh, let's say he was trained in the 40s. Let's, 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 let's yes. put it to the poll. Let's mm-hmm. this call in the next five minutes. Yeah, call uh, 208-557-3524. DJCH. Whatever works. If you call now and mm-hmm. remember to tell us your, your zip code, we yep. get paid based on what zip code you're calling. Mm-hmm. And tell us how much you like Fellini's 8mm. That's all I care about. <laughs> it was just so exciting working with Mr. Fellini. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like I still say the Fellini, did Fellini do is gone in 60 seconds, too? <laughs> <laughs> Let's drive. Gone in 60 seconds to, wait a minute, 60 seconds, t- gone in 60 seconds to Mars. Now, it's. I know it's not, is it 60 <laughs> seconds to Mars? Or is it 30 seconds? No, it is 60 seconds. I don't know. What's the name of the band? Who cares? Oh, we've reached the point in the, in the podcast where Jason's too drunk to give a shit what he just said a second ago. <laughs> third base, Jason. Third, third base. Third base. Thank you. Um, I still, everyone, I, needs to, everyone needs to see Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that is a movie, isn't it? That's an is actual it? thing. It's a short, what? but it's a thing. Who made it? What? I don't know, but. Uh, Franz Kafka, uh, uh, right? He was a director. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, eight mil, eight millimeter. God, can you imagine if somebody gave Franz Kafka the pressure of filmmaking once that became a thing? He'd be like, I can't get out of bed today because this is impossible. I just turned him into Paul F. Tompkins' version of Werner Herzog, by the way. You know, when, yeah, he became I noticed a, that. when Kafka <laughs> became a uh, film director, he was Bob Fosse. Actually, mm. exactly. What you know, you're that's very true. That's a very good point. Except- I have to go direct a movie now. I'm uh, first. I have to throw up yeah. multiple times, and then, it'll, then it'll, I'll, I'll be a shot. I'll do a shot. It'll probably be wrong. Mm-hmm. Probably be wrong. Was Bob <laughs> Fosse that? Was Bob Fosse that guy? He was. Oh, really I like him even more who, that way. Who? Oh, <laughs> really worried about his. Well, because the thing is, like, I don't know. Whatever. We could really go into a, a long discussion of film now that I've finally seen a Bob Fosse f- film that isn't Lenny, um, but. Uh, Bob Fosse's a genius. Dan, have you ever seen Cabaret? Let's start there. I was in Cabaret. Okay, I'm not talking about the play. Have you seen the film, the film? (sighs) Yes. Okay. It's good. I don't remember much of it, though. Fuck me, though. It's so good. I have never seen it until Taylor showed it to me about three or four months ago, maybe. And I'm like, oh, fuck. A, I had heard the songs and thought I really understood the movie uh, or the play, and I didn't. And it's just, it's genius. It's awfully good. That and Sweet Charity, also good. Sweet Charity, also awfully goddamn good. Need mostly because right. Shirley MacLaine is going to marry me. That's just mostly. Yeah. yeah. What, Dan? What? What, Dan? Dan's got something I was just going to say, Cabaret's sort of like, uh, shit, what was that one movie we watched where, like, when uh, London was being bombed, but they were still putting on a show? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's it's the glitz and glam be in front of the terrible atrocities that are going on in the real world. In the mm-hmm. real world. I did not know that the play uh, ends so much more horribly than the movie does. The movie's more <laughs> more subtle and artistic about the Holocaust. Apparently, the play's a lot less subtle and artistic mm. about it. But also, oh well, artistic, but not subtle. I didn't realize. I didn't know. Dan, do you end it. up in the camps when you're in the play? I don't. You don't? Okay. Well, of course not. You're... Well, actually, well, I played Who did you play? ensemble, but I, oh. I did. I... He's my favorite character in that whole play. <laughs> <laughs> but I I did dance as a gay guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, is they that your title? That way, so I'm guessing your title my, is gay guy. At least one of my characters probably did. Wait, did you? Was your director like, can you make that a little more gay? Could you just be a little queerer for me? Could you just? <laughs> can you mince? That's what I think gay people do. Is it? What did they? What did they say? <laughs> it, it, well, he just dressed me up in a way that made it very clear what he wanted me to do. Mm, oh, 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 very oh my. I had I had like wanted. the I had like the wife beater and wait he dre- he dressed you in a way that made it very clear what he wanted you to do. do he you... dressed <laughs> you, and there was a leather couch and uh huh yeah sure and, and you're like I'm not sure I'm comfortable being. If any of you understand that reference, you are perverts. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dan, I have another segment. Of the mm. podcast. Are we excited for another segment of the podcast? Uh, I'm sure everyone at home is. I will let you know this one's going to go a little bit longer than our introduction. Uh, <laughs> okay. So here we go. Oh, no, we don't. Give me a second. <laughs> Hello, this is Stuart Goldsmith of The Comedian's Comedian. This Christmas, the actual, very real BBC joins Dan and Jay in celebrating 100 episodes of Comedy Reflection and at least 17 solid minutes of actual quantifiable comedy. Of course, this isn't the only thing we're celebrating this Christmas. We'd like you to join us as we look back on the podcast episodes we've lost over the years. There's this one. 
Hi, Mike. How are Welcome you? Welcome to the show, Mike. Good. Good. So, so yeah. it, introduce yourself. Tell us a little about a little bit about yourself. How you know, you know, me, uh-huh. etc. I was gonna leave the room anyway, <laughs> just for a few. Hours, <laughs> That's exactly right. I, I, I think it was my phone, but... Well, he usually takes care of it during... Yeah, that's exactly right. You know. <laughs> it's part of our... You'll learn our format soon enough. <laughs> yes, and this one. Thank you for being here this week. Now, why are you here this week? What do you have to promote? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's, a, that's a... Oh, there's that. That's a small thing, though. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We, we're both. Yeah. We're all surprised. And then. Oh, no? Nothing else? All right. Here's an episode I wish they'd lost. People are like, well, why they got to do it in the butt? Well, they're like, the thing is, like, they got to, sure, they're, you make a baby, but you want to enjoy it. And it's not like just, buh, 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 is going to do it for you. Right. Like, we all just, buh, 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 whenever we feel like it. Maybe you just want to, buh, 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 in someone else's thing. You know? Yeah, Big deal. Right. Big deal. Is there anywhere in the Bible that says you can't do that in somebody's butt and then make a perfectly fine baby by masturbating onto your boyfriend's uh, egg cells? You know what? Literally, no. See? Thank you. And the seaweed's definitely not in there, but seaweed's kosher, I think, so that's all Prob- good. Probably. You know? Gay seaweed is hard to get, though. Mm. It's really hard to find. you got to get it in just the right. And the problem is, now that all the reefs are being destroyed, gay seaweed is becoming more and more rare. I know. Pretty soon, you know, gays will go extinct because they don't have their proper ecosystem. Exactly. And that's, I mean, we're all worried about that, but that's not what people are thinking about. They just don't think about that first. I'm thinking of clownfish. Okay. Not gays. Oh, I see. Goodbye, old friends. This is Stuart Goldsmith wishing you a Merry Christmas special and good twiglets. Now, back to Dan and Jay. That was that and was a thing. Goodbye, goodbye, old friends. <laughs> goodbye. That was. I, I honestly, I I don't remember the gay seaweed conversation. Farewell <laughs> episode. <laughs> I uh, okay. So that was Stuart Goldsmith, who hosts one of the best podcasts on the planet, and because he's English, still agreed to do it. Do this for me. <laughs> it's called the Comedians Comedian. Everybody should listen to it. And by the way, more people are already listening to it. It's okay, but you should listen. It's he's like he's interviewed everybody who's amazing, uh, even a lot of Americans. But he's like England based, but he gets a lot of like the best comics. Um, and he did so, he did comedy on vinyl a couple weeks, a couple months ago, actually at this point, and uh, he just uh, did that for me for funsies because he's a nice man. Yeah, and so I think that's a it's a British thing because like you know other British comedians like. Whenever you watch any British show, mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, that's so-and-so from, you know, that show. And, oh, mm-hmm. that's so-and-so from that show. And that's so-and-so. They all do everything. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel like you took advantage of them and their Britishness. That was the goal. 
All right, good. Cool. Colin Anderson, who Merka. did our introduction, who is our official narrator for this episode, he um, worked for MaximumFun.org, really great organization of podcasts. He now, I think he works for uh, Midroll Media now, which is like they do the ads for podcasts, but he also has worked for the BBC and worked for some really good stuff, and also legitimately English. Uh, so I just thought everybody would enjoy a little in memoriam. Um, Dan, do you have any ideas <laughs> for what to talk about next? Because I have some ideas, but I don't want to hog it. Oh, no, I was busy. Mm. I, you, you already talked about my one thing. I'm good. Well, I want, Dan, I want to hear about how you killed it. About how I killed who? In memoriam, you said. Oh, how I killed the episodes. Well, no, him. Hell yeah. Him. Good, good point. Good. Uh, let's, how I killed, uh, let's explain wait, who to those I kill? who. I killed the episodes? You tell me. Oh, okay. Yeah, he well, doesn't understand. I'll, I'll, you I'll brought let me explain. Up a, you brought up... Explain to him as you would a child. Solid reference, Dan. I'm going to use some Twiglets while I tell you, Taylor. Mmm. Everybody likes... Oh, here. Oh, Hi. hold on. I got to get in on the... I'm going to do some it's ASMR. Not, it's not British. It's it's more Italian, but... Ooh, some Milano's. Mm. Yum, yum. Here we go. We'll both do some crunchy ASMR that nobody wants to hear. Tell me yeah. when you're ready, and we'll start eating, and then I'll start telling you. <laughs> Hold on. I'll, I got to intro it. Nice. Here's here's my segment. Please do it. Some more more. By the way, Dan calls it asthma. I've never heard anybody <laughs> do it, but I like it. I've got a ba- I've got a bad case of asthma. And go. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. What happened, Taylor? Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Um. So we um had two episodes. Yeah. Or two fuckers didn't record their shit properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love them both dearly. One of them is Mike Karazi, who fixed it and did an episode later. Mm-hmm. The other one is Eddie, mm-hmm. my sister's fiance, mm-hmm. who's coming on to talk about how we just proposed <laughs> to my sister. Mm-hmm. And they both fucked up. And so what happened is I had to take both these podcasts out, except for those clips you heard. Mm-hmm. Behind, we have a shed. We have a podcast shed here. Take them behind the shed. And I murdered them. Now, I offered them the opportunity to be yeah. gently laid before I killed them. They both they both rejected my offer. Mm-hmm. And I won't say whether or not I, after I murdered them, if anything happened. But let's just say mm-hmm. something happened. <laughs> I'm a psychopath. It's not a no if they're dead. God damn it. That might be the worst thing that's ever been said on the podcast. Hey, episode 100. That's fine. All right. I did it. Mm-hmm. We did it, everyone. We Yay. did it. We can close the doors. Dan just, Dan just, so when you, when your podcast reaches a point when you've managed to um, uh, elucidate the world on the inner thoughts of Jeffrey Dahmer, I think what happens is you've <laughs> yeah, just when, reached when, a when, pinnacle when, of podcasting. When you have a podcast that makes people go, huh. I bet Ted Bundy didn't have such crazy thoughts. <laughs> right, right. You know you've done it. <laughs> the only reason we don't know is because he didn't have his own podcast. Right? <laughs> Ted the Bundy cast. How Welcome many podcasters to today cast. are serial killers that we just don't know oh, about their other careers so yet? so true. <laughs> Welcome it's... to the Bundy cast. Today, um, <laughs> I'm going to be driving down to the beach and, uh, you know, we're going to prank some women. <laughs> prank! <laughs> Just a prank, bro. Just a prank. Merry Christmas, the world. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, that that goes out to my wonderful wife, Ari, who is obsessed with Jeffrey with um Ted Bundy. Is she? Okay. So that was a loving tribute to your wife that you just mentioned, Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh my. God. Murdering a woman. Oh yes. my god. Well, you know what? I'm not surprised. I know Ari. Ari's a weird motherfucker. <laughs> She's been on this show. Everybody knows. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so I have, I have an idea for... It's not a segment, but it's a story. 
Uh, we might get okay. into some more stories later. Taylor, you're good if this runs long, right? Because you know this. You remember last time. <laughs> uh, yeah, bits. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, do, do the bits. Mm-hmm. So here's the th- Taylor. Oh, wait. Before we do that, beer sponsors. I've got Blue Moon Belgian White that I've just torn half the label off because I'm drunk. Mm. And Taylor, you can you can brand name it. What do you have? I like some... <laughs> yep. I know Taylor likes an IPA. Nevada. Mm-hmm. Fresh hop. Is it okay, by the way? Oh, it's fine. It's Celebration. It's called Celebration IPA. Does it taste Christmassy at all? I was curious about that. Uh, no, not in the least bit, actually. <sighs> all right. I was hoping. It was... Totally has, has, I... has a festive and, and vaguely uh, regional uh, uh, American Accent? Uh, label. Oh, okay. Label. Dan, what's your... I thought I saw some shock top raspberry I've, wheat. I've, I've got an empty shock top raspberry wheat okay. and then <clears throat> an empty not your father's root beer. All right. What are you drinking next? What's coming up next? I, I will have to take a break because I don't have. I have. To oh, okay. Well, we we can take a break in a moment. We probably should once we get to the middle of the podcast at the three hour mark. So, um, right, that I, makes sense. I'm going to request of you. We can back and forth on this, but I'm going to request of you a story. Okay. When I say the word, what do you think of when I say the words one thousand candy canes? <laughs> you want me to tell the story of the thousand I candy canes? I do. <laughs> okay. I you know. So this was yeah. Back in the day, Probably I don't know what year it was. Yeah, 2000, about there. I was, I think I was working at Walmart at the time. Sure, as you do. Um, and so that would put it in the 2000s range. Um, and so after Christmas, I don't know if Walmart overstocked or what happened, but there was the day after Christmas, there was a giant pile of candy canes you know you got the 10 pack of just regular old fucking candy canes yep so and they were 10 cents a box mm-hmm. so that's a, a, a penny a piece a penny a piece how can you pass that up mm-hmm. so we bought a thousand candy canes yep yep <laughs> we, we bought would that be 10 boxes no that's a hundred boxes of candy canes mm-hmm mm-hmm because they had that, yeah. and so and the, the we ate some of them, but you know you can you can only eat candy canes for so long before yeah. you're like I don't want to eat candy canes anymore. That might have been and what so just, soured you guys. Well, you know you were already soured on candy canes because I would always go to the ninety nine cent store and every year get you and Ren true. those those inch thick gross peppermint sticks. <laughs> That's right. So we had those again. and we just we we put them away, right as you do, mm-hmm. and we they were all out of packages, of course. Unfortunately, digital cameras weren't a common thing then, so we do not have photos nope. of these uh, of a, of the box o candy canes. There now. That being said, the next year mm-hmm. we threw a Christmas party. It was a Hawaiian themed Christmas party. Oh right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're like we're decorating, we're putting up different things that we bought from the dollar store, and like, hey, <laughs> let's put up some candy canes. <laughs> and so we hung candy canes. Everywhere, including like on the windowsills, you know, the windows, they have the blinds. We put a candy cane on every single loop of the blind, opposite direction. So they kind of made like a knitted pattern of candy canes on both sides of the blinds, on all the blinds that we could find. Forgot that. As well as they were on literally everything. And then we would eat, we ate some of them. And at that point, they're getting to be a little soft because they were a year old. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after the party, we pick them all up and we put them back in the box. (laughs) 
And then was it a, the next year? Or was it two years <laughs> later? It must have been the same year, right? Because we didn't do it that. F- no, it wasn't the same year. Wait, we bought them, waited a year to use them, and then another and then another year. year. Oh my and then because we decorated with them, and then we had so many left in a box. We're like, well, let's just. We started going house to house and putting a candy cane <laughs> at every house. And eventually started getting to the point where we would put like two or three candy canes at every house. <laughs> and then my next door neighbor, we still had a box of probably at least 200 candy canes. We just threw it on their porch. They had an enclosed porch. And they're like, done. <laughs> so they woke up like, like at least. It, I knew they had kids. Sure. So they woke up. Oh, my God. What if one of the kids opened it? Okay. Here's the best. Here's the ideal. A kid opens it. Parents are asleep. They're like, oh, fuck. And they grab it and they run it up to their room. And we gave a child like rotten teeth for the next five years. And diabetes. Yeah. We gave a child diabetes. My favorite part is that this ends not with the, the, the classic epic. Oh, we took an elf all the way, a garden gnome all around the world and took Polaroids of it. No, when we were done, 200 candy canes fucking drop on the front porch it was done the, it was over <laughs> when dan and over. i lose the energy done. for something it's over dan and i just are like fuck it we walked through the entire neighborhood blocks we did. and what were we thinking we we're gonna go to a thousand houses no thank you <laughs> yeah fuck this cute anecdote i am throwing well, away these point, candy canes now at that point it was probably like 800 candy canes. we have enough for our story let's move on yeah yeah, yeah. let's move on what, what just happened Whoa. the couch just settled that we're on <laughs> Nice. All right. The guy whose porch we left them on has mm-hmm. found us. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, the, the, okay. the, the ghost of the diabetic kid is here to haunt us. <laughs> now, do you... Oh, here's a question. Do you remember the address of that person? It was your next-door neighbor? Next-door neighbor. Oh. We should find out if the same person still lives there, because I want to know if they're... Because I, I want to be like... the Because bo- you could literally call this person up if they still live there and be like... What do would you, you say candy can- if do I you remember said, the candy canes? What would you say if I said box of candy canes? And they'd be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you son of a bitch. They cried for a month when I took that box <laughs> you away. You killed my child. <laughs> my child is dead because of you, you monster. <laughs> Where, what city was this? It was Oneonta, New York. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The Boise yeah. of the East. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Isn't that's that what true. they call it? <laughs> that's, that's what Oneonta actually stands for in Native American. Yeah. Um, boy, so um, I, th- I was thinking about this, Dan. I don't know if you thought, yeah. I, I, I gave you kind of a heads up that maybe we should think about this. Maybe we should give out the first annual Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour Best Awards. All right. Now, did you come up with any ideas for awards? No. I, told I you felt to like the them. best way to do awards <laughs> is just off the cuff. Off the that cuff means thinking they, of them. Okay. Because that means that they, they mean more. That's true. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start out with, I think, the most obvious best lost episode. Does that go to Eddie or Mike? Best lost episode. I would say that that would go to Eddie, mm-hmm. because with Mike we have successfully re-recorded That's true. that. That's true. That's true. Eddie's is the we most have lost. Not his is the most lost. All right, Eddie, you win. You win best. Um, maybe I'll come up. With, yeah, there we go. Maybe I'll come up with a little trophy for uh, everybody to you know you get a. All right. Well, that's on the show. Um, boy, let's take see. a photo of an empty space on the wall. That's and, a good idea. Give him. A, <laughs> that's a very good idea, Taylor. That's a that's great, great award. award yeah. We think. Mm-hmm. We can't remember. <laughs> we lost it. Taylor is the archivist of Danny Jay's Comedy Art. What do you think of the fact that we lost two entire episodes? Well, uh, you had the great, of course, the best answer to that <laughs> was a line you said in episode <laughs> 43. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to look it up? 
Uh, uh, um, Say something racist. You're pretty safe with that one. Doing a word search. Damn it, I can't find it. It's usually about brown people. It's it's in box eight. It's in box. Okay. Damn it. Think think back. It's fine. It's, like, it's no pressure. <laughs> it was great. I bet. I bet. Well, it was good. Well, I'm, I I hope you're. I mean, I hope you're not too upset that we've lost two episodes of the podcast. I just don't want to upset you. As it, as I know that your OCD is very. <laughs> they're gone forever. I mean, I just hope you can accept that, Taylor. Are you? What do you, what do you mean? They're gone forever. They're they they can never gone. be recovered. Yeah, never. You didn't make backups we have backups of our side but they didn't make backups on their end if, if we had a backup then it wouldn't be a lost episode yeah it'd be a saved episode well this reminds it's, me it's... of the famous time when the fireside theater went on the radio in 1970 and there was no signal and instead everyone at home was recorded they sent in their cassette tapes of them listening to nothing <laughs> i have those in box nine uh-huh box nine boy we'll mix those down someday That'll be a debut object in our in our online store. Dan just sent me something. I'm supposed to accept it. I assume it. What assume? What am I doing, Dan? It's, it's downloads. It's safe to downloads. Is it not gonna? It's not gonna open automatic. Skype. You're stupid. Skype. <laughs> Dan sent. Oh, is this a pan? Uh, the the thing you use to pan the L's, or is this something else? I'm waiting to open it. No, this is. This is from a long time ago. Wait a minute. You were there when I drew this. Wait a minute. It's, it's from 1999. It's starting to look familiar. It's refusing to open right now, by the way. Is it what to, is this a, is it what we call a, a what I call a GIF? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Fuck off. No. I do not want Bing. No, I don't want Bing to be my You fucking piece of shit. Oh my god. Mm, whatever. You, you go need ahead. that control all delete out of that bad. Oh my god. I can't. Oh my God! For real. You want me to? <laughs> yes, please. What did you do? What did you it's do? It opens GIFs automatically. There's a brand new computer. We should point that out. Brand new computer, and uh, it has. Oh my God. Okay. It has decided that uh, it opens GIFs automatically in Internet Explorer, and when it does that, Ooh. it's 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 decided. Hey, you uh, better make sure that uh, Goldwave still has some audio in it. I hope so. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. We got what looks like a Jason Elf, uh, Angry Elf. Uh, There's names under them. Oh, there are. <laughs> See, oh my God. Here we go. Roger the bald, boring elf. <laughs> uh, and then we got Harvey the excitable elf. Uh, Timmy the mini elf. Uh, we've got Jason's mouse's stop working elf. That's the best elf. Uh, here we go. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, we got Gary the disgruntled elf. Le- another elf named <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> we got Tagasima yeah. the anime elf. And Terry the bigot elf. I love slavery. No, there's more. Oh, I'm sorry. Eli, the South Park esque Canadian stereotype elf. <laughs> Yang, the Chinese elf. Uh, the elf. Schwa, the, the elf. Yeah, Schwa, the elf, which is an alien. And then a purple one that says Leo, and it, I can't get it up right now. Well, wow. When I say I can't get it up, <laughs> he's the no, evil the elf. The evil elf. The other one was a was a racist portrayal of an African American that I'm assuming Danny, Dan was doing ironically. Uh, I mean, I know he was, but Dan's comedy is a little. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay ask, you know, some people can't tell the character from the person. <laughs> Damn. So what was that from? What was the purpose of those? I don't remember you making those elves. You know, races are ra- I racial. I was just making them. Okay. I was just making them. You were there. Mm-hmm. I think you were watching something on the TV. And then I turn around to see a minstrel show elf 
and I yeah. probably laughed and then like and immediate and then immediately blocked it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by being in the room while you did this act, you consider his act his his not protesting an act of consent. Exactly. This yeah. this is fine. Continue doing much, much like the, the horrible episodes. thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep going. It's fine, Dan. Um, Dan. Keep on trucking. They say that is what they say. Should is is it even appropriate in this celebratory episode to say what's new? <laughs> what's new, Dan? Oh! oh my God! What did you just fucking nothing? Do? What did you do? Nothing. Don't worry about it. We're still giving out awards. It. I'm sorry. We just we just barely gave out awards. We gave out an award <laughs> to best lost episode. Best new computer. I almost, uh, I almost just gave out an award to best lost phone. Ooh, mm, <laughs> best guests on the podcast, Dan. So far. Third <sighs> episode in. Two and a half years. By the way, we should be way more best, episodes in right now. Best guest. <sighs> My vote is for the fan that's on the corkboard behind Dan's head. Oh, it is a good fan. I made you look. What a sucker. I mean, it's actually there. It's too little on the little preview window I have on oh, Skype. Oh, sure. Dan, votes? Um, best guest. We can see, Jason, we can see so someone It's so difficult because they're all, they're all so horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly there's that guy with the beard that comes on every once in a while to help us celebrate. How about, how about we change it from the best guest to the most prolific Oh, okay. Guest? Sure. So, so what? I, <laughs> In which case, then I can support. So it's an award for something quantifiable. Jeff, Taylor Jessen. Taylor Jessen, most most punctual. <laughs> we didn't we didn't we didn't math it out. I so technically, win. it's just gut feel. Uh, is gut feel what food does when it gets down to your bowels? Is like, oh, you know, that pizza had a really good gut feel, and it didn't taste great. But you know, when it got <laughs> down there in my stomach, had, the weight the weight is nice. It has it really notes is. of uh-huh. carb. <laughs> uh, you know that uh, she said notes of uh, brick. Um, but not like a, a brick that was made in the Northeast, more like a Southwest brick, like sort of, I guess what I'm saying sort of an is Adobe more brick, of an Adobe, yeah, like kind of a New Mexico, Albuquerque area, like a, All right, I get yeah. It. yeah, I can feel that, I can feel that weight, I can yeah. see it's sort of a pinon fire in it. Ooh, ooh, underneath. thank you, Taylor, thank you for that, Taylor Jessen, for that description. <laughs> Do you, yeah, <laughs> so... Is it like wine tasting? You eat something, you get the stomach feel, and then you throw it <laughs> You wait until On it's... On its way back, it has different <laughs> notes, notes of kale, <laughs> shark, <laughs> New Zealand man-of-war jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a... Is that a is that a new world vial that I'm getting? That's mm. <laughs> it. It lingers. It sticks to the roof of the mouth a bit. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's got their little vomit bucket. Hey, does everybody else on the table? Am I wrong? Does everybody else here have carrots? I didn't even eat them. What happened? What is that? That's so strange. Carrots? Huh? Who would have thought? Ah. Uh, so, Mike, I feel like we're setting records on this episode, by the way. That's the most disgusting we've ever gotten. We've gotten probably the most racist. Really surprising. Yeah. I, no, it's, well, no, you know, Dan has several times described some sexual things that make me uncomfortable. Uh, yes. Like, heavily. Like, <laughs> like porn-level descriptions of porn, usually. Or not porn, actual porn, but like hypothetical porn. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical, right. theoretical porn, theoretical porn. It's the kind of porn that you'll see written on whiteboards in laboratories. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, in, or in the production offices of Dan Harmon. Mm-hmm. 
what happens <laughs> when antimatter fucks matter like just hard like it, we call that one the big bang boom so that's what happens there but yeah there was an episode where this sounds like i'm about to like ding ding ding, ding like a little clip show episode but there's an episode where dan describes the budding glisten was it a pre-com dan is that what it was probably yeah <laughs> And I named the episode Budding um, Glisten because it upset me so much. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Dan, okay, you know what? Here, let's <laughs> this do this. This glisten has notes of oyster. <laughs> oyster. <Bile. laughs> oh. And boysenberries. So, wow, that's a pleasant that's a pleasant pre-cum. <laughs> oyster and boysenberry? No, not the oyster part. <laughs> She's talking about the, the, the boysenberry portion. I said and boysenberry. I understand. I'm saying that's the pleasant part. So it's the oyster. There's the oyster and boysenberry. That's the notes it has. Okay, but I'm saying the boysenberry would be the pleasant part. I would assume. We are really getting way off topic to a point. I'm almost like eating an oyster full of boysenberries. Try the. All I can say is try the the tip. Try the burger before you slough it off. That's all I can say. Try the burger. Try it both ways. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what's going on right now. I've just lost (laughs) the train. The train went away. More awards. Choo-choo. More awards. Okay, fine. Uh, Taylor, do you have any ideas for awards we should give out? Uh, best uh, record that's mm-hmm. in uh, the that's on display in Jason's living room next to on mm. either the right or the left side of the Christmas tree. Oh wow! Um, I I know the correct answer. Okay, I want to know what you say. Give me your answer because there's a lot of really good ones. There too are early. Too early. Okay, you, you, I can't deliver the goods. You either to the left or the right. You I'm going to say the one in the, the very upper right hand corner. It's got the weird toys in it. Well, that's awfully good. Yep. But wrong. Okay, what is the answer? It's the Santa one next to that. The Santa one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the weird... Because uh... Santa's a little too jolly. Yeah. He's a little too... Yeah, give it to me, motherfuckers. Okay, yeah, that's true. The two, the shitty two-color print. Bring Christmas... Bring Xmas, muffas. It's the poorest printed one of the group, just about. It's horrible. Oh, it's yes. It's two-color. It's not just two-color. It's not like... <laughs> you can do two-color and be photorealistic. This is two-color, like... Slap color here, slap color there, guys. This is some print talk. Hey, hey, guys! It's a new segment, print talk. One away point six. Print talk. Print talk. Uh, my printer's jammed. Not that kind of print. Print talk. Oh, that's a. Uh, uh, I can't remember what the name is when a thing is speckled and you print it and and it's pressed. What's the dithering? No, too late. Not We're dithering. What's it off? That's print talk. <laughs> I was gonna say Gaussian, but that's not right. What's the thing where it's the thing moiré uh, is that what it is yes. oh yeah there we go because because they have moiré removal yeah. in some photos well, i remember when we used to scan photos that was the biggest pain in the ass like why don't these look like photos that's what we would say mm. and we'd write a rap about it do you remember that writing a rap about it I'd, why don't these look like photos photos i don't know i don't know what's happening right i now. did the same thing last time i published a book but i did not write a rap about it you win. wait did you have to remove moiré to print it in a book it seems like it's ideal for a book if it's already moiré better no, no. What? Nope. Happened? You have to you have to go in there with Gaussian blur, right? And and unmoire the the because you can, but I mean because then, it, then the book will moire it, won't it? Yep. So then you got double moire, mm. and then you've got like a weird grid pattern going on, and then you lose all the major awards. Shit, that's no good, Taylor. That's useless. Um, I want to say best best narrator. I know Dan sort of introduces every episode, but I'd like to give Colin Anderson mm. best narrator because he's English. Yes. Is that cool? He wins. Mm. That's, they, they win all the Best awards. Best segment introducer is, we're going to go ahead and say Stuart Goldsmith of the Comedians Comedian Podcast. By the way, can I tell you real quick, 
100% like lowering himself to our level to do this. He's never heard the podcast. <laughs> I'm certain of it. He's just like, oh, no, that's all right. It's fine. And by the way, don't ever do a shitty impression of me because I don't sound anything like that. All of a sudden, you're sounding Australian. Why are you doing that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Hey, mate, I'm British. I can do a British accent, but I'm too drunk to even try right now. <laughs> oh, oh, except for, wait, see if I can do How it. How about best award for excuses Jay makes oh. for things he can, does? Can the presenter of that award be <clears throat> Stephen Merchant? <clears throat> Yes, uh, yes. Hello there. Uh, this is me, Steve Merchant. I'd just like to say, uh, Jason, uh, I always look like I'm about to tell a dirty joke, first of all. <laughs> and uh, Jason wins this award. Uh, how are you? Uh, I don't sound deep enough because Jason's voice is very high. Uh, hello. Uh, this is an okay North Country accent. Goodbye. Hi. <laughs> it's me back. Thank you so much, Stephen Merchant, for that award. I am just, I am thrilled to tits about it. Thank you so much. Do you want to hear my Merchant Ivory <laughs> impression? Oh, yes, please. That's great. Did you get it? It was in widescreen. Oh, it was in widescreen. It was very good. I mean, that, that was one of the more contemplative <laughs> scenes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That was like, was the piano an actual Merchant Ivory, or is that one that just seems like a... No, it was, right? Have you ever seen the piano? Mm, no, that was not a Merchant Have you Ivory. Seen, have you no, seen No, I haven't. Oh, it's oh. got Harvey Keitel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it does, and that's nope, one reason not it. to watch it. Uh, I'm sorry. Holly, I don't Holly mean Hunter. to... Ins I love Holly Hunter. Hey, guys at home, this is Dan. While they talk yeah. about so movie So let's talk about stuff. Holly Hunter a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love Holly Hunter. You can hear just her voice. She's she's um, great. You know we're what? Gonna go we're gonna have the our own she's aside in here in Blood Simple. Um, Wait, who's she in Blood Simple? She just has one. So one let's voice. talk about so I don't know in the answering machine. For budding real? glistens. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen moist it in a while. budding glistens. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it in a while. Juicy, I think is what I moist, just literally said to you. Budding glistens and panties. Glistening is another great Coen brother. It movie. is a great film. It's one of their <laughs> early ones. I think Sonnenfeld actually uh, DP'd that one as well. Yeah. Barry Sonnenfeld, am I Double wrong? penetration should, is what DP stands Barry for. Barry Sonnenfeld should have stuck to DPing. Could be. Because yeah. he shot that. Uh, my favorite. He shot my favorite. Harry Met Sally. Could have they and shot, my favorite have movies they of shot his back are when he DPs. Whoa. <laughs> That's a <laughs> very good point. Hey, guys. This is movie time with Taylor and Jason. Taylor Jason. Taylor Jason. This is Taylor Jason. Jason Taylor. Really good movies out there, and they're not happening. They're not. They're not where we are. Twiglet time. What's what's playing in the Twiglet theater this week, Jason? Let's have another episode of Bad Asthma. Hi everyone. This is an episode of Bad Asthma. This is my second favorite asthma sound. It's called Stapler. Side side thing, just like Nazis. <laughs> Taylor, what is what is the one? Okay, so when you did comedy on vinyl first, that's basically how I met you. No, I met you before that, and you're like, we talked for like three hours, and then you did comedy on vinyl, and then, but on comedy vinyl, when we did the 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 the, the test, like we got started recording, and you're like, and you were giving me a mic test, you did a Monty Python bit. Do you have what is the comedy bit you have best memorized? Uh, probably that. Uh, you will not believe how bored I was in eighth grade, uh, mm -hmm. bored to the point where I put matching tie and handkerchief on a micro cassette mm. and brought a micro cassette player <laughs> with me to eighth grade algebra. 
<laughs> Wait, so you didn't have a... Is the issue that you didn't have a cassette, like a Walkman? Um, yeah, probably. No, I probably had one at home and okay. just did not bring it with me because uh, micro cassettes are nice and small and you can hide them places. Can you hide the player? Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuckers are small. But I remember they're... them being at least like yay tie. Oh, Hi. Yeah, they're, it's like, uh, it's the size of a, of a, if you smoked a pipe, it would mm. be about the size of one of those boxes. You know there are tapes smaller than that, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Maybe not in... 1980. No, 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 not at that time. Probably not. But they were very exper experimental. But they actually were fairly high quality. Yes, it's true. It's Tech Talk with Dan and Jay and it's Taylor. Tech Talk. If you can tell me, point six. You can tell, if you can tell me the brand name of the boombox I had that my parents must have got at Shopco. Sanyo. Sonia. It was the Sonia, which is seriously, the Seriously, seriously I, if anybody is listening to the podcast and can tell me mm -hmm. the name of the brand of you saying you don't remember boombox i know exactly what it looked like and mm -hmm. i'd be i'll be damned if I can find that thing on, on cosia <laughs> cosia was it so many damn pictures of I, I had i had a uh i had a sandy walk mat when i was in <laughs> 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 wait a minute was this just like a mat that was had a tape player like tape painted onto it <laughs> it, it was inexpensive yeah i would imagine it would be um <laughs> Oh boy, uh, I think I queso queso queso. What's happening? Are you are you okay, Taylor? Are you having a stroke? Oh, Casio, Casio. Casio. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Anybody have a Baldwin fun machine growing up? Um, was was this a thing where you just oh oh yeah 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 you pulled the string and Alec Baldwin just told you what the cow says right? <laughs> yeah, the cow, cow says. It's better than what I had. Mine had just drum patterns and chords that you could play with your foot. No, I'd rather have Alec Baldwin come into my home any day. B is for brass balls. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. C is for coffee. Is for closers. I can't really do an Alec Baldwin. I can do the chicken. Who'd want to, Jason? Who would want to? Chain. I have a story that I don't think I can say on mic about Alec Baldwin. It involves Craigslist, it involves a personal ad, and it involves him showing up. And then, let's just say, when I improvised and somebody told me that, I was like, I was like, oh my God, I hope when he was there, he said, listen, we can either do this the hard way or the hard way. Like, that was my hope, is that what he actually, actually said in the encounter. I can't, I don't want to go into detail in case this is uh, slanderous, like actually slanderous of him. Slan libel's print, right? Yeah, slanderous. So, um, yeah, it could be. I'm, I'm good. I have, enough, be. I have if enough you're, details. If all you're doing... Mm -hmm. If all you're doing, if you clarify mm. it by saying a third a party, third told, party me, told me that there was an ad on a certain because then it's really their online thing. service in which a gentleman asked to go. See, here there are a few <laughs> things where this falls apart. Okay, now I'm not a gay homosexual man. Okay, so but I'm a man, and I feel like I should. Real quick, side note, there's some mixed nuts here to eat. Sorry, we're going to go on a tangent. There's some mixed nuts, so if you want some, Taylor, go ahead. Have you seen the movie Mixed Nuts starring Did Steve Jay Martin? Jay bought all the most no, crunchy food to have at a podcast. Okay, I just started watching Steve Steve Martin's Mixed Nuts the other day. I said He's in it. Lee F. Schreiber is in it, playing a... Hard to tell if he's supposed to be a transvestite or a transsexual or the person who made the movie doesn't know the difference, okay? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I guess in 94, you're sort of forgiven to not know if you're just a mainstream... <laughs> because if you're Nora it's Efron. It's Nora Ephron wrote it, by the way. Now, he is, um, let's just say, amorously inclined towards Steve Martin for no reason, which is one of those things where it's like, the joke is Steve Martin will be uncomfortable, but will be nice about it. But the idea is that trans people or homosexual people are, for some reason, 
amorously excessive and more, uh, you know, for some reason more apt to show their feelings than an, a heterosexual would be. These are is there the a term com- for this. These are the comedy beats of 1994. Yeah, exactly right. And this this is a thing that's run since the 50s and 60s. It's a story of my life, man. <laughs> Except for uh, some like it hot, which I think did it okay. Uh, but since then, everybody else, really everybody well. else has been like, oh, oh god, I'm uncomfortable. So Liev Schreiber, while I admire him as an actor, it's a it's a weird moment, and there's this whole thing that goes on. It's like, well, the thing is, like, if you could establish the fact that the reason he's a horn dog and coming on to Steve Martin so heavily is because he's a dude and dudes are sluts, that would be uh, that'd be okay because dudes are sluts. Uh, it doesn't matter if you are straight or gay or trans, I, and and therefore whatever you pick, uh, pick Pfft. like it's like it's voluntary. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying, what you, whatever you prefer. That's hi. I'm a uh, hi. I'm a white cis normative oh, gentleman. Hey, uh, real quick, it's cis radio with Jason Klom. Hi, I'm a heteronormative cis uh, white male, Jason Klom. Third color. Who gets the award for best cisgendered <laughs> white male in this podcast? I hope it's me. I hope it's me. I hope it's me. <laughs> no. Let's go listen to some Lawrence Welk. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, long story short, it's one of those things where it's like excessively, it'd be okay if it turns out, but I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop watching, or I had to stop watching it. I was like, this is boring and horrible. Um, it seems like it was getting offensive. Um, where? What was I talking about before I started talking about mixed nuts? Because Alan ba- Alec Baldwin. Alan so anyway, Baldwin. the story that I was told is that Alec Baldwin supposedly um put out an ad did he put out an ad or an- no i think he answered an ad for a free hj by a gentleman and uh, that was the whole story that he showed that the person who showed up was alec baldwin and i don't know if that happened but it's a weird thing i wouldn't be surprised because again uh, gay straight dudes are sluts uh so 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 but yeah. wait wait hold on this mm-hmm. is this is where i i think it falls apart for me mm-hmm. already and when when supposedly was this? Um, okay, so I was told the story by one of our former roommates, the gentleman from whom we stole a, uh, a doorbell. Um, he told me the story right. that a friend of his, so this is like third, fourth, fifth party. Um, okay, it's falling apart even more now, but Because continue. he told you, he told us, right? So I moved in with, he moved in with me in 2005 or so, and so it probably would have been in the early 2000s. So what this, He's so obviously so telling Alec you Baldwin, this just to get Alec into your Alec Baldwin is a pretty big guy, pretty, pretty big mm-hmm. star sure. at that time. yeah. Well, but his his so, star had so, fallen. He was not on Thirty Rock yet. I know, I know, I know, okay. I know. But let's just there's there's just more okay. to it. He's at least had been a star, mm-hmm. right? He's got those reflexes of a sure. star, even if he wasn't currently sure. one. Why does he do this? And so, so no, no, okay. no. That I okay. get. That I get. Sure. You, you know, you gotta, Grant with a prostitute in his car. Get your I nut. get it. <laughs> but the question is, yes. and I'll need to see. I'll have to ask you. Did they say it came to that person's abode? Yes, that, that Alec Baldwin made the visit. That's where I say bullshit. Okay. You think they would come to if him? I was, if, if it was an Alec Baldwin, he would pay an extra $60 for an hour at a hotel. Yeah, right. Meet in, meet in a neutral location mm-hmm. and do that. Yeah. Wouldn't go to someone's house who knows right, what's there. Right. As far as he knows, he could be 100% be entrapment. Gay H.J. entrapment. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. my least favorite Catherine Zeta Jones movie, <laughs> <laughs> because it's all about Sean Connery slapping women and then saying, uh, "You know what I feel like right now? I'd like somebody to jerk me off, but I'd like it to be a man, but I don't want to be a gay about it." And I, yeah, and I'd really prefer it in laser. Beams. Yep. And then Catherine Zeta Jones like, "Well, you know, it it has to be gay, right? If it's a man doing, no, 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 no. I just picture you, you filthy yeah. whore. It's, it's not gay if you think it's a woman." <laughs> 
I hope Sean Connery's had a gay experience and it haunts him to this day. I just hope, just because of the horrible person he supposedly is, I hope he's haunted by it. Because, you know, and not, you know, he should be chill with it, but he... Haunt, haunted about the possibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. haunted what by. What does this mean about me? What does this mean about James Bond, more importantly? No, 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 it's, it's more important about, you know, no, James Bond, that's my legacy. Um, wow. We just, I, I, I borderline slandered two celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> best best slandering of a celebrity in the no, last one of them shows. one who, of them who, is relaying a story sure. which they do all the, the time a, a humorous joke and the and the other one is just a uh, what if humorous uh Hypoth- hope for a someone. scenario mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by the way yeah this is i think this is a record it's all parody this is a record i don't know how many podcasts go 100 episodes without a sean connery impression now by the way oh, i would have said really? that have we not done one I would have said that for Walken, but I'm pretty sure Dan Walkened it last week, and in which case, Dan broke it. I Dan, did. Dan broke it. Hmm. I won't. I, I Walkened when we did. I the won't quotes. do a Walken. I mean, I would. I would if the if the pay was right or if the part was correct. Like I can't. I have so many friends what who if, are great actors if, who are constantly. Here we go. Here they, we go. They what still if, think it's okay to do Walken a lot, and you can't do that. What yes. if someone said, "Hey mm-hmm. Jay, I'll give you twenty mm-hmm. bucks." To do an impersonation, mm-hmm. an impression, I sure. should say, of Sean Connery mm-hmm. getting a gay handjob mm-hmm. from Christopher oh, Walken. Oh, man. That is tempting. I don't know that you'd have to pay me to do that. I'll be <laughs> honest. True. I might have to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm trying to think. Because here's the thing. I'll do my walk-in if you want, but it's not. It's as good as everybody else's, which is bad. I don't think there's a good walk-in out there. <laughs> like, you can give it to uh, maybe. What's his name? That one Jay guy Moore does and really Kevin good. Pollock are both good at it. I can't remember which yeah. of them supposedly actually quote unquote invented it, but like they, everybody's like, oh no, Jay Moore stole Kevin Pollock's, or Kevin Pollock stole Jay Moore's, and they stole this from blah blah blah. Well, I mean, they all stole it from Christopher Walken, <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, technically, yeah. I mean, everybody's like, really... blah, blah, I'm Christopher Walken, blah, blah, blah. and it's, I just, I don't know. You have to do it subtly. Like a real Christopher Walken doesn't sound like one of those impressions. Have you ever heard him do Taylor? Have you ever heard him do uh, the Raven? Chris Walken? Yes. No. Once upon a midnight dreary, as I wandered weak and weary. It's like that. It's it's a guy from New York of a many acquainting curious volume of forgotten lore. Pleasantly, presently there came a tapping, as of sh- someone surely napping. I am getting the words wrong. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it sounds like that, and it's great. It's actually pretty intense wow. and pretty cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I could do him getting... Is he getting or giving? Who's giving here? Maybe you no, don't it, find it, out until halfway Sean through. Sean Connery giving Way, based on a mutual? prior Could it be mutual? Story. Mutual. So, so. A circle jerk. So, But uh, that circle only has two points, so it's a line. First of all, I want to tell a story about a bucket of cream. So, Sean, I need you to make <laughs> need a some bucket of cream. <laughs> two mice. We're in a bucket of my jizz. This is horrible. What the fuck are you even talking about? Don't worry, the movie hasn't come out yet. Doesn't matter. Just, just keep, just keep talking a little bit. Listen, I don't. I, I, I'm sure there's a name of a James Bond movie I could use as a pun here. Could somebody give me? Is it? There's a. Is there a ball one? Yeah, right. Hold on. I my thunderball needs to explode. That's all I got. Oh my god. He's wearing the thing from that. What's that sci-fi movie? He's wearing that whole that diaper he's wearing in Zardoz. Yeah, there we go. And Christopher Walken's <laughs> just just going to town on that, going to town like he went on Natalie Wood when he threw her in that. Never mind. <laughs> See, that was that was gonna be my third. Oh, Dan's doing the sound effects. Oh, hold on, I'm so sorry. 
Well, I, I'm not even I'm just gonna let Dan keep making that noise. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm gonna do it for the next <laughs> half hour. <laughs> Unless Sean Connery finishes first. Unless he finishes oh, right, first. Oh, 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 Christ. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Chris. That's wonderful. Oh, that's delight. I am doing this. By the way, I'm doing a data carving bit. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did, Chris, did Sean Connery's penis just flutter? Is that the noise you just made? Did it make a horse noise as the... <laughs> it's, he's got such an old penis now that they're like two little flaps. And so when he ejaculates, they just... They flap like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> this should not be funny. This is not funny. This is not comedy. We have the archivist for Firesign Theater in the room. Taylor, do you want to change your I'm name? saving this bit. <laughs> I don't care if you like it. I'm clipping it. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, you know, I think we should do. We're 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 far enough into this episode. I think we should take a very quick break. Previously on the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour podcast, episode 100. Wahahaha! <laughs> Give us a hand job. Jack us off. Oh, that feels good. Oh, great, I'm coming. Oh. And now we return to our episode, currently in progress. I wish oh. I were dead. Oh, God, I, wish I, I wish I could dead. kill you and not get in trouble for it. Oh. So I sent, I sent a picture. I think mm. I found Taylor's boombox. Mm, wow. Did you? How'd you send it? Through Skypey? Yeah. I'm gonna keep eating under this microphone. Fuck anybody who doesn't like it. Mm. If mm. they've made it this far. Wait, did I, I just closed the window I needed. Wait, this? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, does that look familiar at all, Taylor? <laughs> Is that it, Taylor? Wow! <laughs> wait, wait. He was talking about a micro cassette player, Jim. <laughs> Talking about a fucking <laughs> dictaphone. You no, look, look how small that looks. No, the, the, I had the I had the Shopco, had the had the boombox at home with mm -hmm. like metal uh, grate uh, over the uh, mm -hmm. speakers mm -hmm. and uh, the kind of model that mom and dad buy you at Shopco. Okay, and did you use the cardboard it came with to break dance upon? Must have. Right. Did some break dancing in that uh, in that their bedroom? As everybody can probably tell from listening to this, Taylor's got a lot of soul. Should have seen me windmill. I bet. Knocked so down it, the lamp. Was it? That's it. There's no. Was, was it? Hmm? Was it this one? Beautiful one. God damn it! Dan's now sending <coughs> more messages, and I've our full screen. Daniel. Oh god. What are we looking at? Let's see where this is going. Mmm. That whoa, closer. Whoa. Uh, that is bulky as no, fuck. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's strangely nice. reminiscent of it, though. No, it's mine was sharp, only apparently. about uh, like three inches thick, which is a very strange. Oh, it's the it was the wrong model. It was the wrong model. No matter how you look at it, it was wrong. It was mm -hmm. not the the one that anyone in their right mind should have bought. But it's what mom and dad buy when they are buying the boombox for the, Got it. the so kid who is... likes break dancing. So this is what you have. Oops. Oh god damn it, Dan! How many of these is he gonna? Oh, oh it's, it, it won't end. It, it will not end. I, I just feel like I We're gonna find it. But he was talking, Dan. He was talking about a micro cassette recorder. Do you know? No, he's also talking about a boombox. Also talking. Yes, I miss a boombox. Yeah, you are not paying attention. No, and see, this one's really I'm skinny. Not. <laughs> Clearly not. Uh huh. <laughs> see, that one's really skinny. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's really skinny. It is very skinny. <laughs> Much wrong. like that model in the first picture. Mm-hmm. She's a little too skinny. Much like I was in 1984 when that photo was taken. 1984. Mm. What was it By like? By the way, I did search for 1984. What was it like living in 1984? I mean, I did too, but um, Taylor. Barely. I, mean, 
I don't I don't know, but nineteen eighty three was like complete garbage. Mm. I don't know if you ever That's, have the. Were, were, were you, you ever upset at the, the Fall Guy? Was there some really shitty uh, plotline on the Fall Guy you were upset about? No, I was. The A Team was on, I'm sure, and I was just absolutely delighted to drift in and out of somebody else's mm-hmm. TV habits watching, mm-hmm. uh, watching uh, Kit on. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, David Hasselhoff, can't even remember the name of your goddamn Night Rider. It was called Night yep, Rider. That was the name of the show. Yeah, yep. didn't uh, no nineteen. Uh, I don't guy. know if you have the nightmare where you're stuck as a child again, and it's actually that year when you were eleven. Mm, and no. You have to deal with the things. You know, really? I don't think so. Airwolf. No, I'm, I'm the only. Wait, was it Airwolf? Was that thing? Oh, definitely have memories of taping Airwolf uh, with my <laughs> micro cassette recorder <laughs> off of the TV. <laughs> Do you remember four hundred kiloton Ernest Borgnine? Four hundred kiloton explosion at a range of ten miles. Do you remember those things where, like, cut to stock little, footage of uh, Mount St. Helens? The little little dial, like, oh, the, yeah. the lever on the side, and you taste it, and you had, like, this yeah, cartridge you, like a, you put maybe in. Maybe a one minute the, long cartoon in it? Yeah, and the light hip. I had an Airwolf cartridge for Are that. Are you kidding me? It was no. just a helicopter taking off. That's amazing. Or landing, depending which way you turn. The yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> That's so good. And I, then I had the I had the Mickey Mouse one with the trailer where it bounces around. And I had the Mickey Mouse out. one with the ghosts in it. I can't remember the mm. name of it. Goofy ghosts or some horse shit. Mm. So I what? The, what? Uh, what is your uh, drink currently? What did you? What did you get? Oh, on nothing. The break? I, I refreshed on the blue moon. I bought myself a six pack and I bought Taylor a sixer nice. as well. Because uh, that was his cr- part of his ah. Christmas present. So I got mm-hmm. myself a small rum and coke. Ooh, God, that sounds really good right now. Oh, <laughs> you fucking oaf. God damn it, Dan. Uh, oh, shit. Giant cocks. Only giant cocks could fit in a glass that big. That would be a giant cock. He's not kidding. That's like, that's elephant or giraffe. I hear giraffes have large members. Um, I hadn't heard that. I've, I've heard that. You just, could be right. I'm sure I am right. I know more and about giraffes than you do. You know what they say about giraffes with long tongues, eh? Nope. Nope. They can reach the tire leaves and live longer and <laughs> thus evolve better. That's true. That is very true. I have this whole time been trying to remember the theme song to The Fall Guy. <laughs> is it I really can't worth help it? Either. It's sung by Lee Majors. But is it is it worth right it to remember it? Yeah, because it's actually a really great theme song. Um, I'm if if what what's the, what's it called again? The Fall Guy. You never the saw that. The Fall one? Guy. <laughs> Talking about the Fall Guy. No, that is not how it goes. He's a dude oh, who falls go. usually downstairs and walls. He's the <laughs> Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy is only in front of a live studio audience. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Pharaoh. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, going fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. By the way, he's a fucking stunt guy who I either solves crimes or does something else that's and cool. And apparently bangs Farrah Fawcett. Of course he does. Sure he does. Uh, da, ba, 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 are, ba. We, are these real lyrics that you're... Uh, it's fucking uh, great, like, Taylor. Don't question Lee Major. <laughs> Lee Major sings the theme song, too, by the way. Might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Jesus. Oh, I lost it. It went away. But it's... it's, it's uh. 
It's fucking great. The theme song is really catchy. It's like so. It's a theme song about all the people he's boned. That he's boned, but also the great things he's done on film. Okay, okay, Taylor. Farrah Fawcett. He's got experience. Maybe he's done all those things on film. He maybe has. Maybe he's fucked him some Sally Field. I don't know. Now are they implying that he's Joey Chitwood? Because like Joey, is this a movie about Joey Chitwood? Because who, by the way, great, great car stuntman Joey Chitwood. I think he might have done some of Smokey and the Bandit. Rewatched Smokey and the Bandit the other day. Holds up. Feel like I should point that out. Good movie. It's good, Taylor. I, I don't have Taylor. to see it again. Taylor. I don't. Taylor. I don't. It's good. It's no. funny. No. It is good. Dom DeLuise. It is good. Bert, Der, Dom DeLuise is not in that film. You were thinking of Cannonball Run, <laughs> which I've never seen. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Yes, I was thinking of Cannonball yeah. Run. What did Smokey you say? Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh. It's great. It's, it's dumb. Up and truck in. It's dumb, but it's good. Yes. It you... is good. The, the dialogue is actually solid. Okay. It's I'll, good. I will concede. Even, even, I will concede that. Even with Burt Reynolds being being Captain Smarm, it not, is pretty good. No, not, I not I don't even know two. if I've seen the second one. Uh, there is a rumor that the third or fourth Smokey and the Bandit movie was at one point and supposedly even shot this way, not just written this way, supposed to be uh, Jackie Gleason playing Buford T. Justice and the Bandit in some weird fucking cross-dimensional time fuck. I, I believe it. But the, 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 and there's rumors it was shot. There's no evidence it was shot. But why was that a good idea? Uh, it wasn't, and it doesn't exist. And it's yeah. If it they didn't exist. shoot it, then I think it's pretty clear that maybe it wasn't a good idea. So you guys are saying Pixar didn't happen? Is that, that the kind of universe we live in right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if Pixar uh, GTFO Tom, Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. not his voice, but yep. his his appearance mm-hmm. as as the toy? Sure. Uh, as Woody. Woody. What if I thought you were Woody, talking about the what if Pryor movie, Woody the was a character <laughs> that appeared that he in was... other animated films as other characters? Okay, so you're saying what if Woody was an actor? What if there was a star system uh-huh. based on the appearance of 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 animated characters that uh-huh. appeared in other? So you're saying Woody movies. could like make an appearance in a DreamWorks movie exactly. because he's so beloved. Not as Woody as someone. Of else. course not. No, no, no. Woody there plays. No, he's just. He's, Woody's got yeah. like ant. Uh, things on and he's in the movie Ants uh, that or, made me makes it good yeah uh, or he's like you know he's got like little goggles on and he painted his face yellow and he's pretending to be a minion right right exactly. right right yeah exactly his little banana he would say is that what he would say and then we would all immediately burn all our Toy Story movies <laughs> yeah 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 that's true that's what would happen Taylor it would ruin Toy Story for the rest of the world <laughs> which is why we don't have a star, star based for, mm-hmm star system it's only happened while nobody's playing himself though that's an on the roger rabbit imdb page does mickey mouse appear as himself or (laughs) i want to know if mickey mouse is credited as himself and so is bugs bunny because uh uh by the way rob paulson can do bugs bunny i think everybody has that in their back pocket just in case whoever's doing it currently does totally yeah definitely no there was a point where there were at least i can't do it there were at least six bugs Bunny voices i think warner brothers prefers it that way because then when somebody starts asking for too much money they can just kick them the fuck out yeah what's up doc i'm a rabbit is that good (laughs) what do you think of that it's good pretty good i just want to be mickey mouse I want to be Danger Mouse. Oh, Danger Mouse! They're now. I don't know if it's come out yet, but they're they're Here redoing it. Comes to save it. Yeah, oh they my are. God, they're really? rebooting it. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a weird thing to reboot, but they're rebooting it. I wish the reboot of Buckaroo Bonsai was actually going through, but oh, it's not happening now. MGM killed it. I'm so sorry. This is movie talk with Jason and Taylor. By the way, Mickey Mouse is not self-credited. Oh damn it! Oh gosh. 
Suck my balls. Uh, ah, I'm not putting my name on this piece of shit. <laughs> um, I watched the Pee Wee Christmas special the other day. If we're just talking about stuff that people can watch. Uh, I watched that the <laughs> other day. It's pretty good. Pretty funny. I've not even seen one episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Are you kidding me? The Have whole you thing seen is the movies? Oh, yeah. I saw the first one. Okay. The first one's great. And the new one's actually not bad. You're right. I need to I see enjoyed. That. I enjoyed his stand-up special. Who? What are you talking about? When because he did a Pee-wee's Playhouse oh, stand-up, right, right, and right. you know that's dirty, mm-hmm. right? They basically took his the dirty HBO stand-up. one, the yeah, old HBO one from the '80s, Phil Hardman. Yeah, and oh, he, I think that he used to actually do that on stage, and they recorded. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he started at the Groundlings. Yeah. Him and Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman co-wrote. I want to say he wrote Pee-wee, co-wrote the first movie, but it could be wrong. But he co-wrote some of that stuff with him. Yep. Which is f- fucking nominal. Um, I'm still trying to figure out because I've been watching it to not that I'm going to get to do this, but to figure out his voice. Um, he's he's another one of those people that's like Keanu Reeves. He does not age. No, it's very weird. Like the worst he's gotten is maybe a little bit of a wig to fill out his hair a little bit. That's maybe the most uh-huh. he did because the new Pee Wee was not bad from 2011. Pretty fucking solid. Good stuff. It's, it's funny stuff. Even if I think the voice he's he's lost the voice a little bit, but that's I think it's just age he's getting old mm-hmm. you know yeah. and and he's starting to get old people voice sure 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 i'm what a member of aarp to... i'm a member of aarp sorry <laughs> hey cherry la 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 i'm a member of aarp how about you i can't find my bike cherry <laughs> <laughs> uh ARP. uh what was it Brought i was listening to i was listening to christmas music the entire time i painted mm-hmm. the artwork yeah the video yes and a song came on, and I'm like, that sounds like Judy Garland. Okay. And it was. Okay. But it was old Julie Garland. Yeah. So, Wait, you know, when was she was, like, like, on more pills than usual. Probably. Yeah. I mean, she, What song was it? I don't even remember. It was a Christmas song. But it was definitely, like, yeah. it, had, it had that harsh old person voice. job from an elf. <laughs> I found out, you bastard. <laughs> Louis B. Mayer once made me give myself an abortion. Hi, this is Mickey Rooney. <laughs> At one point, I knocked myself up. I, I'm a, I don't know if you know, but I'm a halfsy. I'm a man and a woman. I don't know if there's another term for it or not. But I stuck my old wee-wee up my hoo-ha, and I... <laughs> And I did the, the thing that you're not supposed to do, and I did it to myself, and I gave myself. All of a sudden, I'm turning into Bill Cosby. Uh, this is Mickey Rooney. Well, you I know why? Know you know was... why? Yeah. Because because you're discussing mm-hmm. Mickey Rooney sexually assaulting himself, himself, and you just naturally go into a Bill Cosby voice. <laughs> I guess that's what happened. It was romantic, all I'm saying. And Louis B. Mayer, he made... He made me just, uh, coat hanger, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, you were what now? Best award for a know. coat hanger joke in episodes 51 through 100. I don't know if that's necessarily up. true, actually. Yeah, it's possible that there was another I, I, one. I think, I think there were some others since then. I wouldn't, that would actually be tough competition. I wouldn't be surprised. Guys, oh, real but quick. None of the, but you know what? None of them were in a coat hanger joke. Mm-hmm. On Mickey Rooney, and I feel like right. that really does take it to a different level than I've ever been able Here's to Here's a problem. I literally just said the word coat hanger because I couldn't think of a good joke. So I don't know if that know. qualifies. Um, it's, real quick. But you, you, you set up a very vivid, mm-hmm. a very vivid scene, a very vivid, mm-hmm. like, visual, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. 
And so by just saying the word cohanger, it you you already built scene and okay. then you just let us do the improv I in see. our head. Real quick, I'm getting a note, uh, not a note, it's in my ear. Uh, since the BBC has been kind enough, enough to host us uh, this year for our beautiful, wonderful Christmas special, and thank you to all those yes. people who during the break visited, like David Tennant, etc. Uh, we've just gotten a report from BBC Wales. I want to go direct to them. If you guys give us just one minute, we're going to go uh, right to them now. Hello, this is Richard Farnsworth in London. Now it's time to travel back in time in our Christmas special and check in with our colleagues in Wales for the Welsh Review of the Year. So, if I'm not mistaken, I'm now speaking to Eddie Davis at the BBC studio in Newport. Hi Richard, Eddie here. Thanks for choosing to use us at the Newport station, rather than those bastards in Cardiff. They get all the glory. <laughs> that's that's a rather sour note to start on, Eddie. I apologise, I'm just so excited to be speaking to BBC HQ. As far as I'm concerned, we're the only radio station in Wales. Well, Eddie, that's not true, is it? There are hundreds of radio stations in Wales. Uh, What I meant to say is that as far as I'm concerned, we're the only radio station in Wales. The only radio station in Wales. That's right. Well, that's just not true, is it? Not in reality. As far as I'm concerned, the reality of the situation and what I'm concerned with are usually the same thing. Yeah. You seem to be concerned with a lot of things. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Uh, Before we go any further, can I make a request? What, a musical request? No, no. uh, Can you address me by my usual DJ name? I think my listeners would feel more involved. Can we check? Can we... Okay, uh, I'm being advised uh, that would be acceptable. Um, What is your DJ name? DJ Super Ted, or just Super Ted for short. Well, that's great. Uh, But it doesn't really shorten a name, does it? Well, it is two less letters, and I'll drop the DJ bit if I'm talking to my dog. To your dog? Um, also, uh, another point, are you aware that Super Ted is the name of a beloved children's TV show from the 1980s? No, I've never heard of that, mate. Really? I believe it was a Welsh programme. Uh, that's not possible. I know about it. Megan, is there another Super Ted? What? No, no. Eddie, let's, let's move on, Eddie. Uh, Super Ted, please. Right, uh, Super Ted, uh, what were the big news stories in Wales this year? First of all, I have to mention the Brexit votes. Ah, of course, uh, Brexit. Uh, Wales voted to leave the EU, didn't it? Uh, Well, the majority of the population anyway. Yeah, and it seems that everyone is happy about it. Uh, Now we get to stop foreigners coming into Wales, especially the English. Uh, Okay, but you do know that the Brexit vote doesn't affect the existing UK and British borders. I mean, the English and the Welsh can still move freely across the border. Of course. Um, sorry, that thought was in no way linked to Brexit. I got carried away and it just sort of slipped out. Uh, okay, Eddie. Um, I'll choose not to dwell on the English slur there. A force of habit, I suppose. Force of habit. Uh, okay, were you surprised at how Wales voted? Not at all. You have to bear in mind that we, as Welsh people, don't trust the people in the next valley, let alone the Spanish. The Spanish? Well, and others. And, and the others? <laughs> I could understand to a certain degree because you're so far removed from Europe, but surely you would know the people in the next valley. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You can be too close to some people. So what you're saying is the Welsh voters decided to vote to leave because they were too close to the EU? No, because of the next valley over. It's best to be by yourself. Every man, every town for itself. Every town for itself. That seems like a very dangerous approach to life, Eddie. Um, can we move on again, please? Can I just mention my radio station has a new programme starting? <laughs> really? Well, it's on Monday evenings. Well, now's not the time. Well, starting at 8pm on Monday the 2nd, BBC Newport has a new programme titled The English Problem, a 
should Wales vote out? I don't think the BBC would support this particular topic. But who's the BBC? Oh, okay. uh, Su- Super Ted, I'm I'm being told we have to end this segment for reasons of uh, legality. It's it's purely for legal reasons. Legal reasons. Megan, put on some fucking Tom Jones. Eddie, you've contributed nothing to this conversation, but nonetheless, thanks for your time and thanks everybody for listening. Thank you so much to BBC London and BBC Wales. Uh, that was an important um, interjection. I, I, I uh, boy, God, you know, there's so much going on over there. Um, it makes you feel like almost, almost like we don't have any problems over here. Almost, almost. <laughs> like we don't. We don't. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. You know, I heard recently uh, Amtrak is going to be giving out free tickets to uh, every Jewish person in the country and some other minorities as well. I'm so very excited. I, I like how inclusive that is. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's the best part. And so was it like a camp thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's going to camp. <laughs> uh, summer camp. Right to the long extended summer. Going camp. early, can't, can't. You know what? You know what I recommend though: shower before you go. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. It's all just fine. Can I move some Kleenex over the microphone? Go ahead, do it. That's not Kleenex, sir. That, that's your beard. That is your substantial... Oh, oh here we go. Nope, yep. Kleenex is here's my, in my Here's my beard. new... Uh, here's my new piece of asthma. It's called uh, eating glossy paper. <laughs> when Dan squints, you know he hates it. He's like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that was... Esmeralda, the sound of two empty bottles of beer. Awards, awards for Asmer. <laughs> oh, we got some. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please, who's who's done the best? I'm. I mean, I'm tempted to vote Taylor. Just for that bill alone. Amzer or Asmer? ASMR, which stands for Autoimmune Deficiency Syndrome. Correct. We are back in 1984. <laughs> but don't you remember? Oh, it was so cool to make fun of gay people back then. Man, because they, right? they had AIDS on their hands, if, if I remember. And it was fantastic. We don't know where the gay section is. you got to keep moving. I really... I really wish he was. As long as you don't talk about it mm-hmm. and you don't use their toilets, you were safe in 1984. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't get that from hetero stuff. Boy, goodness, 1984, guys, never so, forget. So too soon. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was at a friend's house for a Christmas party today, and they have a very tall square, um, a cat tree, and all I could think of is. I wanted to say is that building seven. Like I wanted to come up with a really solid <laughs> 9/11 joke, but I couldn't come up with one. Um, but I just wanted to feel, I just wish my brain, my point is my brain was on 9-11 the whole time I was looking at it and that makes me a bad person, right? <laughs> cat tree, cat mm-hmm. tree, cat tree, you said. A cat tree, like we have, a but cat. it's just like that they climb. Tree. Oh, 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 yeah, not, yeah, made up. Not a tree okay. from which you pick right. cats. Well, I, yeah. I'm taking one of those home later. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be offering them to anybody. Right. No. Yeah. They're for me. Mm-hmm. Those are for you only. Yeah, people people bring overripe ones into office all the time. This little they like my cat tree overproduced this week. That, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. 
There's a big old bag of... God damn it, another one! <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels are eating half of them. <laughs> throw them to the ground. <laughs> Is that is that kitten good? I don't know. Hold on one second. No, that one's off. A little green. Uh, take the little take green. the next ten. We'll make them into jam. <laughs> kitten jam. <laughs> it's simultaneously cute and super upsetting. Oh man, I you know I had all these I had these segments in mind. We've actually gotten to most of the segments. It's actually uh, impressive for us. Are there more still? There, oh, there's more stuff. You have there's, more. Have we points? gone a hundred minutes and not hit every segment? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I've got more stuff in mind. It basically, it's like in case we go long or in case we like. That's the wrong pin number. That's five numbers, and I only have four. Going long, the wrong concept. <laughs> I can okay. The wrong thing to plan for. A lot of this. Can I tell you, Taylor? Going to sorry, going too short is the plan you don't need. Yeah, you're right, exactly. Plan you for. you and tip. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Awards for segues. Awards <laughs> yes, for <please>. mumbles. <laughs> please. Taylor's mumbles are the best mumbles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what is one of the best things ever? If you ever find a piece of like Dragon Naturally Speaking or one of those voice recognition oh, software yeah, yeah, yeah. things, mm-hmm. talk shit to it. Mumble. Just mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. What you will get back is uh, you will be convinced that AI exists and has a sense of poetry. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, it's at least <laughs> got a sense of trying to make sense of That's scarier, though, that a computer would try to make sense of something. But it doesn't know what to do with it when it does try and make right. Am I wrong? It just doesn't know what to do with it. It just wants to ultimately conform. It wants to conform to everything that has happened before. Oh, here are the things that people say. Those wacky people are in my database. That must be what this human's trying to say in his stupid, charming way. Yeah, I'll it's sort clean of like up his mistakes. Those, those things they've been doing on I'm reciting um, e. Cummings, you fucking computer. <laughs> the things that they've been doing where they just say like press the middle button of your of your text box mm-hmm. 15 times right and then that's what you know just post that because it tries to predict what you're gonna say right okay here's my idea this is a new segment <laughs> called photo fun f-o-t-o-p-h-u-n that's our adorable take on it i'm gonna say this is basically some shit i've forgotten to send dan over the last several episodes again episode 100 i feel like should be chock full so i want to send you this dan this is a translation that's a little like a primer actually it's for english for germans who want to learn english I just want you to look okay. at the tree trunk translation. It's a fat tree trunk. Oh, I should. Are you sending it through Hangouts? Or I just sorry. I just sent it through Hangouts, and I'll just show okay. it to Taylor before. <laughs> it's the best, right? I mean, again, if you want to get more, you can't get more stuff. Mark. It's true. That's, you can't. That's great. Mm-hmm. You so listeners big, are the just the big old trunk is a fat dick. Mm-hmm. I there had no is. idea that the German translation for the word fat. Is that? Is dick. Dan, you took German in college, didn't you? Like a semester I, of it? With a teacher who had never taught before. Are you kidding me? So. I am sorry. When, no. You know what is great about this picture? Mm-hmm. Did you take a look at the Dune picture of that dog? Mm-hmm. It's got a red rocket going on. <laughs> it's got a little. It's got mm. a little peener sticking out while it's peeing <laughs> on the tree. It does. You know what? Those Germans, they're not afraid of no, peeing just, on they're things. Not afraid, had, had, to have enough, had to have enough to, to complete the illustration. So, Taylor, this is what yeah. I'm about to send Dan, just because I'm very upset with the title of this this product. Do you understand? Uh, Do you understand yes. why that upsets me? Yes. You get it. it uh, the wonderful Rachel Ray, who I'm sure is a great, delightful person. This is the name of a product that she uh, promotes and is under her name. 
So that's coming to you next, Dan. I want you to tell me, I mean, why that might offend me. Just in general. Also, I've got another. I've got several others. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. It's on its way. There are lots of terrible product names. There really Nutrish? Are. Really? Nutrish. Hey, your, guy, you know. your dog's getting enough Nutrish? Or what? So, hey, hey, guys. It's me, Rachel Ray. Does she sound like that? I hey, guys. It's me, hey Rachel Ray. It's me, Rachel Ray. I've got super premium food for cats. Super nutrish. Super nutrish. Soups, super soups nu- nutrish. Soups nutrish. It's got all the proats. Trish. Got all the proats. Totes. Not totes. T- totes. Not too much carbs. How do you shorten carbs? <laughs> carbs. Not too much carbs. Carbs, carbs too much. is already short. I know. Not too much. Um. So. Um, we got some vits. We got some proats. Some vits. Kababaloomy. <laughs> you know vits is the way they would say it. Oh, <laughs> that's what I should have gotten English people to do shorten words for us because they do it the most cute way they would say oh you know some vitties um you know some 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 cars and some 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 proties they always add a y that's basically what it is they add a y to things all the which time which is like if you say proties versus proteins protein. it's not really short it's not shortening it but you know it's cuter Proats. like madge and all her proteins madge is what they call madonna by the way we're gonna go home and do some proats <laughs> some proats should be really wild <laughs> hello how are you um i just want to do some proats I just want, you know, just like egg white omelette or whatever. And it's like, it's got all the proats in it. Not too much carbies, you know. <laughs> I'm really liking this character. <laughs> I think when I move to England, this time I'm going to speak, I'm going to possibly be, you know, approached by a different, you know. I hope you have some paper money. Some I paper can't, money. Because I can't suck up the proats through pound coins. It's true. It's a very good point. Hello, Dan. How are you? I don't know what this I'm voice doing is fine. Oh. I'm just over here eating my chocks because <laughs> I don't care about the cars. Oh, you are you are dangerous. Look at you. I am dangerous. Oh, you're a shock. You know you, you love are. me. You love me. Oh, my God. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve <laughs> me at my best. I fucking hate you in the best way. I've got something else, Dan. This is off-brand by a brand. I want you to just take a look at this this gum, this delicious, delicious chewing gum that is called, as you will see in just a moment, it is a baseball-themed chewing gum. What's that normally called? Big League Chew, sure, right. But what is Double Bubble call theirs? When you see it. I don't know yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> Taylor's, Taylor's having a moment no. with it. No, no, no. No, they don't. No, they do not. No, they do not have a product called that. Do I send this to Dan next? Oh, yes. Yeah, that one's pretty good, right? It's a good name. Come it's on, down thing. the street. Did you get it yet, Dan? Here you go. The dugout gum. Dugout gum. Like, it doesn't even, like, Big League Chew is like, we're avoiding calling it gum because it sounds like chaw. Like, and I get it. You yeah. want kids to chew tobacco, so that's fine. But dugout gum. The dugout gum. You know dugout. Original flavor book. First of all, dugout is is like code for a, for a vagina. I just but if you look at that too, like look at it, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's just a big bag of unwrapped double bubble. Yeah, it's not it's is not what a it chew. Is? See, it's, that's... Look at the little bottom right hand corner there. It's, it's just nuggets of gum. It's not shreds. Like, See, that's... which is double bubble is double bubbles that's... is big nuggets. It looks like dog food, pink <laughs> dog food. <laughs> pink dog. You're right. You know, it's even worse is <gasps> the gum that comes in little discs, and it's the manhole brand. Manhole. <laughs> Put a manhole on your mouth, Jesus. <laughs> 
put a manhole on your mouth. I'm gonna. This is a store down the street from me, Dan. Guys, photo fun is the best because we have to wait for Dan to receive it, and in the meantime, did you just get that, or did I not even send it? I'm gonna resend it. Oh, it's sent twice. So that, enjoy that thoroughly. Uh, okay, well, it's the thing where I have to describe. The, okay, Taylor, is that not like an upsetting? Yep. Okay, good. Taylor's upset what? by that too. Wine, bro. Wine, bro. What's, what's up, wine, bro? What's up, Brian, bro? What's up, wine, bro? Cool, cool. Yo, just just lean back, drink a cab. Oh, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> bro. Drink it out of my Stein. Oh, I have to go now. I have to pick up. I have to go pick up some of the, my rides. Dude, you guys get the Blu-ray aways. I'm sorry, that's what I call sideways. <laughs> Oh, man, you know what? I was, like, watching Waze the other day. I'm like, Giamatz has got that shit down. Oh, wait. Word. Hold on, guys. Jason wants to do an impression. I think I think Paul Giamatti, Giamatz just walked in the room. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing here? Holy Yo, shit. Yo, what's up, wine bro? Oh, damn it. You guys are what's a up, bunch wine of wine bro? bros. Son of a bitch. At this, at this point, at this point, they would grab Paul Giamatti by his hand, uh-huh. do the whole pull in, uh-huh. back slap thing. Oh, fuck. What's up, oh, wine, bro? Oh, son of a bitch. Dude, sideways. Listen, I, I can't even drink the wine. Ways, the waves just rides my shit. I'm allergic to sulfites. Like, I just, I can't do it. I'm so sorry. Son of a bitch. By the way, <laughs> James Adomian would be so ashamed by what I'm doing right now. And Taylor, <laughs> I think Taylor's recognizing that. Son of a bitch. I just look like him. I get that all the time. Why? Dan, do you ever get anybody, does anybody ever say you look like somebody else? Do you ever get that? Uh, I, I, I always get the whole, you know, you look like this guy I used to go to college with. You get that? He was like a nerd. Sometimes Jeez. people tell me, wow, you look like Bjork. I go, what? I am well, Fire Sign Peters. I'm the archivist. My name I'm is doing Matt Bass. What is wrong with. I, I don't look in, like that person. Would you go away? I, no, in, in their defense, mm, in their defense, mm. she looks like everything, including like a swan and a teddy bear. Wait, and, Wait is Bjork what we want her to look like oh yeah she looks <gasps> like a she looks like a glass harmonica she's whatever you she's want like her to be. she's a psychic chameleon she looks like what you think Wait, she that means like. i wanted an adorable icelandic woman to punch a reporter in the face what did you guys see happening that's what i wanted too. <laughs> oh okay well yeah, cool we've all kind of wanted that i think <laughs> I want to punch a reporter in the face. And hello. Welcome to Hong Kong. I'm in a movie that is really independent where I play a blind woman and I hear some horrible things happen to her because Jason's never seen the film. I don't. Dancer in the dark. I did the music. I'm now doing Matt Besser's. Fuck, I'm doing (laughs) Matt Besser's version of her. Son of a bitch. Because he always does this and he goes up at the end of the sentence. And I'm just doing Matt Besser's version. For a lot of people mm-hmm. like you no one knows what bjork sounds like <laughs> is that people true own, if you walk down the street mm-hmm. and you say hey what does bjork sound like mm-hmm. they'll be like fuck if i know mm-hmm. so all the people know is what other people think bjork sounds like okay and when they say they don't know you can say i win that's true Dan, I'm going to send you this one. This is the final photo fun. And it's uh, only, uh, you know, I'm running them by Taylor first to see if he gets <laughs> as upset by them as I am. And then if so, then I'm like, okay, cool. This is worth sending to Dan. It says still uploading. This is something I found in like, I want to say, oh, is it Big Lots? Because I was shopping for um, Christmas <laughs> stuff. And it was at Big Lots. Big Lots is from work. I spent, I spent Christmas at Big two hours at Big Lots. Because <laughs> I, spend, I do my Christmas shopping at Smart and Final. They're cheap. So is this like, my friend. Is this like mm-hmm. an advanced joy buzzer mm, right yeah 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 that's exactly what it is you know <laughs> so for those at home it's a it's, it's a, a peeler that peeler. goes on your fingers and so you have a peeler in your hand so you can just basically 
molest a potato and peel it. But it's called a palm peeler. It's a fidgeting device. It's for the people who can't stand still. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you you don't have the fingernail clippers it's, it's, with you. It's Just for the, bring the palm peeler. It's for the it's for the fidgety self abusers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely true. I just have to file it down a little more, and mm-hmm. then I'll then I'll be done. Okay, just a little more. Mm-hmm. Just like they can't hold still, so they just slide their hand across their leg. God, it's just called a palm peeler, and all all I can think of is just you slipping after you've done a potato, and just <laughs> off goes the first layer of palm. And I just it upset me so much. I wanted to share that pain with other people. God, you know. Speaking and then, of, and pain, then we take it one step further mm-hmm. and, and and injure others. Speaking of pain, Dan. Awards yeah. for pain? No, not awards for pain. This is something we haven't done in a while. And maybe, Dan, have you gone over all the injuries that I've put you through on this I, podcast? I, I doubt it. <laughs> Are there any, like, Christmassy ones you can think of? Christmassy Christmassy ones? injuries or winter-related injuries? There's got to be one. Dan's got a fucking steel trap for this shit. There's got to be one. Did you throw, sure there, throw yourself sure into is. the pyre when you burned the tree in January? Oh, Once? yeah. He remembers <laughs> just burning the tree. That was fun. I did that. That was fun. That burning was a, a fucking barely, basically fresh tree is solid stuff. Taylor, real quick. So you, you and I were there when Phil Proctor showed us his calendar from 1967. Yes. Um, and basically showed us the first love-in on a calendar. When you think of Dan and Jay's comedy hour, what's the uh-huh. thing you, Taylor, that you think of us being there as a part of, like that we initiated as a part of culture, human culture, Taylor? Well, one time I had this really painful mm-hmm. operation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good sight. That's it. Mm. And we were we so, a big part of it? or you just, Oh, yeah. Your, war, your podcast was all I could think of. Wow, that's so nice. Was it a so, yeah? So, uh, it's not a J mm-hmm. causing injury story, okay. but I do have a winter injury story. Oh I don't know shit! You have not talked about this. I know you're going to talk about the sled. Yep, sledding. Yep. So back in the back in the day, uh, when I still lived in in Milford, mm-hmm. Milford, New um, York. I don't know why I had Milford, to New York. specify that. Uh, they had built mm-hmm. a. New school mm-hmm. up on the hill because it was getting too full. It was similar to Lawrence, where it was like the central school for a lot of the smaller townships in the area. K through right? twelve, K through twelve, mm-hmm. and that was growing, mm-hmm. right? And so the the old school they had had grown so big that they had classrooms and trailers on foundations outside. Like they had gotten double wides and turned them into classrooms. Okay, right. And so they built the new school, and then once the new school was built. They tore out those old trailers or gave them back. I don't know if that was like one of a resale thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they were just foundations. Um, so no one maintained it anymore. It just wasn't maintained. Okay. And the new school was up on a hill mm-hmm. right above the old school. And it was a pretty steep hill. Um, so it was a common place to go sledding. Very common place to go sledding. So we had a good <laughs> snowfall. Um, a while ago, so like the snow had been compacted a bit, and then it had rained. Mm-hmm. Um, no, now keep in mind, no one is maintaining the parking lot of the old school, which means no one was making sure that the uh, drainage was working. Mm-hmm. So the school actually, the parking lot filled with water, and so when it got cold, it turned to pure ice. 
so kids are still sledding on the hill, whatever. Of course. So my friend at the time, six, my best six the kids time, were dying per day. Just keep going. Yeah. Just we'll, we'll just we'll let it go. We'll just next she time got, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got a brand new like snow tube. Mm. Right. I had never used a snow tube before. Mm. It looked awesome. Of course it does. Those things, as I learned later, when we went to. Uh, Oh fuck! Allegheny oh, well, I Mountains. guess there's a story when we went to the mountains with Chad. Oh, you were God. you weren't involved, but you were there. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> that was an accident there too. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so you know, I never used one before, and so we went to the top of the hill. Now, keep in mind, like I said, it had been raining and then refroze. <laughs> Everything was ice. So I get up that inner tube and I go down the hill, and it goes fast, and it was awesome. And, you know, it, it's, it's an inner tube, right? So there's no control. You don't have control. It's a round thing. It just spins as it goes. So I go. I go down that hill. And it's a steep hill. It's it's probably, it's, it's a higher than 45 degree grade. It was a pretty high grade on that hill. Um, down I go. And then, of course, just across the parking lot. Sure. Because it's all ice. Yeah. Just pure ice. There is nothing to stop me. <laughs> Except for one of the foundations that used to have the double wide on it. I hit that. Next thing I remember, I'm in the middle of the foundation on my back. With my friends running over to check to see if I'm okay. I do not remember the intervening period. And then we get up and continue to slide. <laughs> you know, it's only just occurring to me, like, how hard you might have hit your head. Like, you've told me this story before, and I've laughed really hard at yeah. it. But, like, in my, now, the older I get, the more I'm, like, appreciating, oh, God, that's... The fact that I can't remember means that there was at least a little bit of brain slap that yeah. was going on in Yeah, there. no, you were probably there was potential concussed. concussion yeah. there. Oh, yeah. God. And I only laughed because... <laughs> Because if if you if you know the the worst part of that is if Dan had died, I wouldn't have a best friend and wouldn't hear the story. Uh, right. You know. Oh god, it's <laughs> it's very funny. And Dan's actually told me some other like really horrible Christmas really now not injury, but Dan's got a lot of childhood stories. And originally, that's what this podcast was going to be. I'm like, what if I get drunk and Dan tells me po- like stories? I'll just record it once. I'm like, let's do a whole podcast, and eventually we'll yeah. get to it. And we do. We have slowly but surely gotten to every one of your stories. Yeah. Like we're, we're, not all of them yet. Um, that's right. There is another story about when we went to Allegheny, the Allegheny Mountains, with mm-hmm. with my my college roommate Chad. I'm trying to think because I have a lot of childhood injury stories because I Dan made mistakes and learned from them. Taylor, <laughs> what <laughs> I did was Whereas. what I did was um, I did things that I knew were wrong and stupid because of my yeah, OCD. You can't, you can't learn. You yeah. You you can't learn from something you already know is exactly wrong. right. If you know it's wrong and you're like, you know what, I'm just worrying because. I always worry about everything. I'm just going to do whatever. Um, I can't tell that story. If I tell that story, that's the most embarrassing story. Do I tell that story, Dan? The, when we're... When Which one? The nighttime story? What's the nighttime story? You want to tell it? Because I know what you're talking about. It's probably better than mine. <laughs> nighttime? When, when, when um, you know, we were in bed and, and your college roommate... Had oh, yeah. stayed up late drinking with his friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait, is there an injury <laughs> and, involved uh, here? No. <laughs> but is it's just, embarrassing. Is there sex involved? Uh, no. Oh, no. Don't bother. <laughs> no, but he uh he got a he was you know, he was there's the term trashed mm-hmm. and then there's the step beyond that Chad was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because he and his friends were drinking like crazy. Oh, yeah. And Jay and I didn't really drink at the time, so that wasn't a thing we did. Right. But then he came to bed, and he got up, and he walked over to the corner, and just started pissing, <laughs> and just pissing and pissing, and Jay's like, what are you doing there, buddy? <laughs> no response. Just... But it was it was a drunk man's pee, so it lasted like... I don't know, 35, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then he just went back to bed. And Jane are like, okay, I guess we'll smell pee for the rest of the night. I'd, I'd forgotten. So I didn't know that's where you're going with it. Because I remember there being a slight injury on that trip. Me, hit, Who hit the tree? Going to, Okay, so we went. So uh, we, my buddy Chad took us to. Uh, well, we visited him in the Allegheny Mountains. I was from upstate New York. He's from Cleveland. And we visited this old ski resort. It's no longer a ski resort. And the, the thing was, you climbed to the top of an old bunny hill, but that's a steep grade. So you're climbing that for like 20 minutes for a 45-second fly down the hill. Mm-hmm. So it's like a long climb. Yeah. And I remember, it, I know for at least once, I almost like fucking just scissored a fucking tree a, a, a pine tree and almost nutted myself and caught myself yeah, with my foot i i caught a tree too i was again by your feet i was on a snow tube mm-hmm. yeah yeah we were on a tube I, yeah i say i saved myself mm-hmm. but yeah i almost i almost got severely injured on a tree as well oh, yeah and again it wasn't ice but you're on a tube you're not on fucking skis where you you're got on a tube, and you're going you're going like a quarter mile downhill mm-hmm. like you got you got time to reach Whatever terminal velocity on an air tube down a bunny slip. On this show, we've talked a lot about Dan getting hurt. I don't know if we've ever talked too much about my... Did we ever talk about me not using the rope that had snapped on my treehouse, Dan? Did we ever talk about that? I think I remember that. Anecdote. Yeah, okay, so we talked about that. Did yeah, we talk about the, the Batman incident that nobody knows about, that only I know about? No, I don't think you have discussed I'll your call Batman, Batman incident. I'll ca- I'm calling it Batman because that's the only superhero I can think of. Okay, hang on. I'm going to mark the tape for the art. Please mark the tape. Batman. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I was too old to think this was a good idea. I don't know how old. <laughs> We're not going to go into it because it's, it's 45. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen in, the in future. nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hanging out, and again, we got the treehouse. And this is post. This is has to be post having the, 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 the rope. I'm and sure. And I wanted to do a thing. I, I was like, okay. I want to, like, float. Like, I want to pretend like I'm floating from the treehouse. So how do I do that? Okay, so I could, like, wrap a rope around my legs and then pull it over a beam and then wrap it around, like, myself. Well, how do I do that? My first thought, what what would it be, do you think? Maybe put it around your chest, right? So that, like, you've got, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do this. I time, don't know, Jay. That sounds like if you put it around your chest, you'd probably be top heavy. That's true. So maybe you tie it around your neck? Your neck. That sounds yeah, more no, logical. Definitely. And then maybe your mom runs out of the house and says, what the fuck are you doing? You think you're about to kill yourself? Instead, no, that no, mom, be. no, mom. I'm just a fucking idiot who thinks this is somehow a good idea to try and do to look like he, to feel like he's flying <laughs> for five seconds. What the fuck was going, again, this is one of those OCD things where you don't question yourself because you get so, because you question yourself constantly and you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to question myself this time. It's good. Nah, this the voices fun. don't this mean anything exactly, at this point. Exactly right. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, exactly. Ex- Dan, that is 100% what you think about your own brain. And this is <laughs> the, the problem voice, with having my... The voice that cried wolf. <laughs> voice that cried wolf. Yep. 
And this is the problem. Whereas Dan, I'm pretty sure, has mostly had a conscience more of his life. Like, I have had this just confused, not knowing what's going on in my own brain. And Dan would never have done anything that dumb. I will I put it down on paper. I would sign a paper saying, I'm dumber than Dan, when it, at least when it comes to these things in life. And I actually, I actually, I actually thought this would be a good idea. I was young. But I wasn't young enough to think of it. Taylor, have you ever hurt yourself? <laughs> this is what I'm leading to. Taylor, I want to know your best childhood injury story. This is where we're going because I love childhood injury stories just beyond anything else in the well, world. This isn't that entertaining. Well, it's because we know, that, never... we know that it all turned out okay. Yeah, right. Because you're still here. You're good to go. You've got a solid beard. You're manly. It's you're tall. true, and my beard has saved me many times mm-hmm. from facial injuries. So. Good. Whoa! Um, let's m- get into more details yes. of that later. None oh, okay. of my injuries yeah. are particularly, I don't know, stupid, like, eighth grade things of biking around and then wiping out on the bicycle and then completely mm-hmm. having, like, a one-inch wide by one-inch one square patch of nothing but shit bleeding on my left elbow. Sure. And... Uh, being introduced to bag bomb for the first time mm-hmm. uh that's that's all i got um come on no i was thrown in a fight you were thrown in a fight what yeah was, and i hit my head you okay i barely dan i don't think dan have, dan's been in a fight but not huge fights i don't think i've been thrown you've been thrown okay let's get taylor's throwing I, story and then we'll get yours taylor i can't even remember <laughs> that who who this is pathetic. How do you not remember who threw you in a fight? Maybe it was it was somebody older. Like I was in fourth grade and he was in sixth, sixth grade. I seem to remember him being a giant thuggish asshole that mm-hmm. everybody knew was a thuggish asshole. So he started swinging, yeah. swinging me around and swinging me around and faster and faster. And then he threw me and I hit my head on a on a foundation. Mm, mm. And got a big old bump. Oh, what grade are we talking, Taylor? Fourth grade, third grade. Fourth grade, third grade. Jesus Christ, Taylor. Nice. See, Taylor, you don't have a funny lead up where you were a dipshit. Nope. See, it was completely <laughs> ballsed up that anecdote. Just not funny at all. Well, not no, no. amusing. Not, well, not there... even a learning point. Well, is there a that. funny is there a funny version of being abused? I don't know if there's really a funny version no, of that. No, the only like... the there's a bitter there's a bitter uh uh postscript <laughs> where I'm in the principal's office and the principal Principal fake name. Who is I hope dead. <laughs> Uh, she she's got to be dead by now. Um, uh, I just Taylor is seventy for everybody. Who... I don't. I maybe shouldn't have given her full name. We can it's cut too that out. late now. I can cut um, it out. I can absolutely cut she, it out. She's a principal. She's a public figure. She yeah. She. I was lying in the cot, and she came up as as we're waiting for my mom to come and pick me up because I got hit. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Well, you know, you can always walk away from a fight." What I should have done is just, what the fuck are you saying, bitch? Because I just hit my head. Uh-huh. I was just, I'd, I'd tell them later, oh, I was, did I say something to the principal? I can't even remember. <laughs> Fucking whore, bitch. You walk away from this. <laughs> See this tumescent thing? It's bigger than the bump on my head. Suck that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's kind of like that too. We were at a pep rally. <laughs> was I and... there for this, or is this a different school that you were at that I wasn't at? No, it was at Lawrence. Okay. I don't remember what grade, but it was one of the. I don't remember his name, mm-hmm. but it was the common bully. I think 
you might have been there because I think I was it was seventh grade. Okay, I think yeah, I, I was in there. early high school. I would have been there, and this because I because I remember he was years ahead of me. So, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was the the one bully that wore that was kind of chubby and wore glasses that picked on everybody. Oh, I kind of know. Who don't remember. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what his name is. Mm-hmm. Not important. Neither is he. Sure. And so he said something insulting. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was. You were there because mm-hmm. you and I sat at the top row of the bleachers. Okay. And he wanted us to move. Oh yeah. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm not moving. You know, I I had I had bigger balls mm-hmm. then. Um, bigger balls in your mouth. That's what they always say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he kept telling us to move, and I was like, no. So he grabbed me and threw me down the bleachers. Oh man! And broke my glasses. Yeah. So then I got up and jumped back up after him, and then they took me to the principal's office. <laughs> See, here's the problem. The worst part of this story is that at no point is there like a cool moment where Jason like gets the balls and jumps in and helps his best friend. He probably sat there stunned as you the whole just thing watched happened. me get thrown down a set of bleachers. Your your your. <laughs> Wolf voice was like, dude, I'm not joking this time. Just stop it. Just move. <laughs> I guess that's true. There's not a whole lot of good the pod, done. The, pod, the future podcaster, Jason Klom, realized, hey, <laughs> let's have Dan solve this moment. So he can he can relay the anecdote. It's true. To be fair, Dan had way more. As I, I, tended, I tended to be the, the, the one who stood up to everyone. I, yeah. But that's can we, weird. Can we Google my principal, by the way, just, just to see if she's dead? Sure, Dan. Dan, I need you to Google however you, you however you spell that name. Um, what was the name again? <laughs> How do I communicate that information to you without us having to make another edit? It, did I misspell it, Taylor? Did I? How do I spell it? Do you know? Is that? Let's. Can we? If I can you get wing close it. En- can, if you get close enough, it's true. I usually, can Google a lot of. Did I? Did I remember that correctly? It's sort of. Uh, I don't know, man. We're gonna have to look it up after the podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll I, do I it. After. I can't figure it out. But here's the thing. Like, mm, well, see now, the more again, the more I feel like I didn't stand up for my. But this that said, you're the one. Okay, so I'm the one who. You're the one who had your hair set on fire. I never had that. Yeah, but it didn't like go up in flames. And I'm I was like the one who's wearing. I still am the one who wears his emotions on his sleeves way too much, and I'm just like <laughs> way too demonstrative. And you are notoriously. Um, you know, you you withhold it until it's necessary, and that's fine. That's fine. But you also like fucking like I I, I remember seeing you get in fights, and I was like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Dan does not. Dan doesn't seem like that guy. Dan doesn't seem like that guy. Dan's gonna get in a fight. I would never get in a fight. I'm a wimp. I don't know. You you punched the the what's his name in the nuts. Who? Oh wait, was that when? Because I remember you coming to tell me about it when you were going to chorus. Oh yeah, I did. Ki- I did. I either punched or kicked a kid in the nuts, and that was. I, fun. I think he was running at you, dead. and you punched him in the nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sort of, it was, so it was, it was an opportunity thing. <laughs> but it was a bully. <laughs> really quick, I shopped at Target yesterday, and I really want you guys to know that the guy who served me, his first name was Jerson. Jerson. J e r n, which is a fake name I've Jerson. used with joking was his- around. <laughs> What's his last name? Clerm. Jerson Clerm. Hi, my name is Jerson Clerm. My name is Jerson Clerm. Jerson Christopher Clerm. Uh, I'm on the <laughs> Dean and Jeets comedy at Perkins. Um, I just want you all to know my name is Jerson. And I, just, I, well, I saw it. I was like, 
I'm sure I must have paused for a solid couple <laughs> seconds. I'm glad he didn't say anything to me because it would have been really awkward. And my phone, I didn't have my phone. It was charging in the car. And I'm like, fuck, I can't take a picture of his name tag. There's no proof. Is that where you do the thing where you pretend you're texting, but you're actually taking a picture? That or put it up to my ear. You're like, oh, hey, honey, what's what's up? Yeah, is that is that true? Click, 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 click. Oh, really? Yeah, Jerson. Okay, okay, okay. You know, I'll be home soon. Okay, bye. Love you, babe. Bye. Like, you know, I I've I faked a phone call many times to get out of signing petitions. Um, I could definitely do it to take a picture of Jerson. Hi, my name is Jerson. I work at Target. Target. Um. It was I'm great. trying like hell to remember the name that I... I'm a cursor. Always. It's not Gern Blanston because that's a... Gern Blanston is a good name, though. And I found him. I found that I'd been using that name for years mm-hmm. and then found out that he was like former comptroller of Disney. Wait, you used a fake na- name and it turned out to be a real person? He was a real guy. That's great. But you can't think of it. Nice. Nope. That's a really good story, Taylor. Thank you so much. It's so, great. Best go nowhere award story. It's like ninety five percent complete. We have the story, we just don't have the origin of anything. Best story that goes nowhere. Award. Mm-hmm. award? Taylor Jessen. Taylor Jessen. Yes. Episode one hundred of the Dan. And episode one hundred. So Dan, uh, Taylor, real quick, if you're going to compare episode one hundred of the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour podcast to a moment in Fireside Theater's history, what what's the moment <laughs> that you pick? Well, the last 60 seconds of this episode are the only uh, 60 seconds of any episode where I've been conscious. Oh, okay. See, I was going to say, I was, I was sort of hoping. <laughs> I'm the only ones where I've actually been maintaining uh, a grip on the words being said. The rest of the time, I've simply been uh, <laughs> off in Everland. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I'd say the last 60 seconds have been the most, uh, most Fire Sign-esque, mm-hmm. uh, because for the most part, uh, the guys in Fire Sign were uh, awake. And alert, wow. and also mm-hmm. uh, uh, English speakers. Can we take a real quick side note, Taylor, about something I'm very upset that I don't have the money Which to Which I don't speak English. This but. is a fire sign connection that is a Stan Freeberg connection. Oh, fuck, I just almost broke everything in the world. I just Way to go, Jason. Mixer. So, Taylor, I don't... I don't know if you saw this, Taylor. What are you doing? Shut up. You're not supposed to. He's not supposed to nothing. adjust look the, the audio look the other way. equipment. Look the other way. I put my foot on a thing because I'm drunk, and it just swerved all my equipment around because it's on a swivelly <laughs> thing. So, Taylor, Stan Freeberg, great American, dead American. Dead. Did you see that there's a rock and roll hating American? Yeah, of course. The last two weeks, there's been an auction of his personal effects did not know that. including his special his sound effects equipment wow and i wanted to buy it of course i was outbid on everything i even tried to buy right because everybody yeah you wouldn't even everybody's immediately bid 500 600 on the stuff i was like yeah, yeah. let's see if i can bid 75 bucks and get his his army bracelet um so i tried <laughs> uh but including his sound effects my guess is in those sound effects are stuff that was handed to him by Firesign theater because phil tells the story of giving stuff to stan freeberg so I'm very upset that I do not have stuff that has the fucking pedigree that those sound effects pieces have, because I'll bet some of those are from the Fireside Theater. Fair enough. <laughs> most of, uh, we're missing most of the Fireside's own sound effects uh, equipment at this point, so it's, makes me sad. Uh, it's, it's a feeling we all share now. It makes me very sad, Taylor. Dan, how sad does it make you? Um... I didn't know they had their own special effects. Dan, they went, when they did the first one, and they did Electrician, 
Yeah. They the the sound. The, first of all, they're at Columbia, right? They're at, Col- at Columbia Studios too. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's that's back well, in the, the one, day the when one, a studio the, and the and the studio were the, the same. The one thing. where they really found the candy drawer was their second album. Was it? Yeah. Because then they then they found the fake door. Well, he they, misattributed his own uh, things. He uh, said some things wrong. All I'm saying is, long story short, is as he said, they found a bunch of old radio sound effects, Dan, and oh, wow. and they. They were theirs. They they were going to throw them out. So like, fuck it. There's, these are ours. This door that slams is ours. These boots that stomp are ours. And eventually, part of the story is that they gave some of them to um, to Stan Freeberg to use in his stuff. Although at that point, he'd already done probably his best work. But that said, they gave stuff to him. And um, I desperately wanted that because they're now selling off Stan Freeberg's stuff because who knows who needs, you know, maybe his wife needs some money. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Yep. None she of my can. business. None of my business. Anyway. He, I have my own sound effects. Stuff, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Garden shears? Are those garden shears? They sound so big. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good. All right. Ready? Uh-huh, I'm ready. ready next one. Mm-hmm. Ready? Whoa. Wow. wow. It's like I'm there. That is somebody mixing. That's a barista. Is that a barista sound <laughs> effect? That's what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So sure. Your bef- own electronic barista. I want to take a musical break. And here's why. Uh, the song that was mentioned earlier, there's a song by Slade that's in every uh, British Christmas special. And when I was there for Christmas, it was on every TV show, I swear to God. And I'd like to play it. But here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever, Dan, have you ever heard the song Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade? I'll play it to you later. If you don't know it, just say you don't know it. <laughs> I, I don't know. So what I want you to do is I want you to just take some time. We're not going to listen to the whole thing. I won't put the whole thing okay. in the episode. I want you to take some time and think of what you think. <laughs> How you think the song goes, what you think the band Slade sounds like, and I want you to improvise the song "Merry Xmas, Everybody" by Slade, an English band from glam rock era. Era. Oh, glam, glam rock mm-hmm. era. Okay. Because whoa, 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 whoa! Merry Xmas, everyone! I'm rocking out in England, and I eat Twiglets, and I play with my own little penis. Yeah. <laughs> England. Dan. Was that pretty close? Remarkable. Remarkably similar to how the song Merry Xmas Everybody by Slade sounds, which goes a little something. By the way, if we ever sell this or do anything commercial with this, we just can't keep that clip, and that's why we're going to use your version of it instead. Oh, good. So, guys, if you guys are hearing this and you pay money for it, just go buy the song Merry Xmas Everybody. Otherwise, if you're listening to the podcast, which probably won't ever get taken down, listen to this. If you play like 10 seconds, then you have to pay for it. That is true. So in the in in the podcast that'll go in, but in, again, if we ever sell this for some commercial purpose, what the fuck would that even? Right, the, as we oft as we oft do. But I just wanted to let the folks at home know that that's um, it's a song that's in it's in all the Christmas stuff. If you go to man, 
Mm-hmm. That, just, that just happened. It's a good song. It's better than. It's better than Mummy Won't Be Home for Christmas. Oh by my scaffold! God. You know, I didn't even try and look that up. I feel like I should. You know the song. That, you okay. should not feel like you should. There's a song, Christmas song, that people tend to shit on, especially on like podcasts and stuff. And it's a Paul McCartney Christmas song, and I like yes. it. What What are your feelings, Taylor? You go ahead and be honest with which, me. Which one? Which one? Uh, I'm entirely ambivalent. About simply it. having that song. Wonderful Christmas time. I don't. I don't think the song's terrible mm-hmm. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I think the amount it's played is what kills it. I 100% agree, which is like why I've almost almost turned around on um, uh, Hotel California. Almost, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not great. Do you know <laughs> if you play Hotel California and Stairway to Heaven at the same time, they totally sync up? Now, what's the name of this song? Mummy Won't Be Home for Christmas or Mommy? Mummy. Mummy Won't Be Home. Now, is this a sequel to the Monster Mash, but for Christmas? I'm afraid not. <clears throat> Mummy Won't Be Home for Christmas. That's not how it goes. She's all wrapped <laughs> up. <laughs> ah! She's entirely exsanguinated now. I'm more. I'm. I'm. She's dead tired. Now, this is one I don't think, I think we're going to get. Written a better song. We, we're not going to get sued for it because nobody's ever heard of the band called The Scaffold, right? So, Ghost so far. What is going on? No. Just no. You're absolutely right. I am done. I am done. Yeah. This, is, this just sounds like it's from the generation of Oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? The good Lord took her away from me. It's 20 years after that, but it's still, it's the same fuck. It's the same style. Same sons of bitches. Yeah. Mommy will be home. The worst part is it has a, has a surprise happy ending. Oh, no. Of course. Oh, at the end. Oh, I know what happens. The kid writes a little article in the uh, in the uh, the personal ads. 
saying uh, they'd like to meet a mommy, and Come the mommy over. writes a personal ad saying they want to meet a kid, and then oh, they meet at a restaurant at the end of the day. They're like, yes, I like hugs and attention. I like people to raise me. I would like to have a child. I guess it's okay if it's you. Is that how it goes? Is that how it ends? Top 40. Top 40, 100%. <laughs> Thank you, The Scaffold, for presenting me with that fucking garbage. I won't say it was a waste of time for the podcast, but it's a waste of time for humanity. For because this, our lives, yeah. for our culture. For 100%. The heat for the future. Of the Taylor, so speaking, of, speaking yeah. of, of waste of time for people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mentioned the song that you wrote mm-hmm. and what inspired it. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Aries' mom remembered cb santa when cb heaven came out oh cb heaven oh my she that's, remembered that's, that song. that's at 45 right there taylor good yeah. CB heaven. she remembered that oh, so that wow. was big enough that aries mom heard it big jim big jim got his ears on her however i don't remember what the line is but yeah big jim's on channel heaven i don't know <laughs> how the fucking song goes there was a more cb song i taylor i really thought i would be joking if i was like saying ah cb this cb that but no i mean there was cb santa cb santa Okay, here's my problem with CB Santa and the reason yes, why I thought it was good to me. write the Christmas band. The fucking chorus of it is, uh, oh, oh yeah. what is it? What is it? I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, Susanna, but it's yeah. CB Santa, something, something, something. Fuck you. Write your own chorus, yeah. dipshit. <laughs> and on fucking top of that, it's not even if you're going to steal mm? a public domain chorus, Yeah. use a fucking Christmas song. Use, yeah, exactly Chorus right. CB Santa. <laughs> Because here's that the thing. fucking Susanna. Because C.W. McCall wrote his own, uh, if he wrote it, he wrote his own chorus to fucking, we got a great big convoy. Like, that's a, that's a course you <laughs> steal, okay? But you don't It's not go, like it's that complicated. No, anyway. it's really not. We got a great big Christmas in <laughs> tree decorations. We got a great big Christmas, Santa wants me. Yeah, mommy. yeah. Here comes mommy. Writes itself. Here comes mommy. Hello, mommy. Mommy, thank you for being on for Christmas. I'm so happy to see you. What's going on? You love us now. Good. I, li- I, I, I like our mummy song better. Mm-hmm. I like it as another. I do too. Monster Mash song. So, is that what we write next year? I guess so. A Monster Mash Christmas song about mummy. Yep. Okay. I'm sa- I'm solid with that. Can I. Well, I... mummy not being home. For... We'll call it the exact same title. <laughs> mummy won't be home for Christmas or whatever it is. Mummy will be home forever. <laughs> I like your Boris Karloff very much, and you, you've sold me, Taylor. <laughs> Mummy's never leaving. <laughs> Mummy's all locked in. Is there a good version of Mo- I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? I don't mean the song itself, I mean of the story. There are a few. I don't know, but there is a one uh, in, in deathless version of Dinner with Track uh, that is the only version that counts. Actually, I have no idea if there are Wait, even other versions. Of is it of track. that song though? Wait, what are you talking about? No, what, what, I'm what, just a different song. talking about something completely different. And Taylor, thro- throwing you, Taylor. Why are you off book? Why are you not off book? Yeah, off you gotta track. follow along, dude. Awards Taylor. for going off book. Taylor for, Jessen for one hundred. Taylor middle name Jessen. What's your middle name, Taylor? Do you want to tell the world? I want to know what it is. Bob. Your middle name is not Bob, you fuck. It's on my social security. So if, I if thought you were going to say Henri. My middle name is Henri. <laughs> Taylor Henri <laughs> Jessen. So here's, if, yes. if we're going to be talking about weird fucking Christmas songs, I heard uh-huh. this one yesterday. Uh-oh. I just sent it through the Skypes. I do see this. Okay, so I'm going to have to. It's entitled. I mean, it's. No, it's not it's entitled Twisted Christmas. Oh, God damn it. Here's an advertisement. 
Okay. Hold for a second. This Ew. advertisement will be okay. There's something stuck up in the chimney. Now, is this legit Ray Stevens? Yes. This is upsetting me. <laughs> okay, this is demented. I don't like this. Scent. Do you want to know why? Because the song it reminds me of, Dan. Do you know what that song is? Because I'm going to play a clip if you know what it is, even if you don't know what it is. Do you know what it is, Dan? What? I, it sounds like a fake kid's voice. We're going to play it anyway. I don't care. Here comes my least favorite Christmas song of all time. It's not Christmas. They just oh yeah. Enjoy, folks at home. Dear Mr. Jesus, I just had to write to you. Uh huh. Yeah, keep going. Something really scared me when I saw it on the news. It gets worse. Story about a little girl. Merry Christmas. Jesus. Yep. Take this oh God. Right Sweetheart, I, I can't do anything about that. I'm just Jesus. I'm I'm actually dead. I, you need to talk to a social worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to. We'll get it. We'll get a police officer first. You call. Here's a number. I've got a number for you. Just write your number down. Oh, it's one Jesus. She's still die. bleeding. Oh God. Okay. We need. Okay. Okay. I I, I appreciate your story. I'm not not listening. Listen. Okay. 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 We need it. Hold on, do you know the girl's name? I need to know what her name okay, is. Okay, she's hallucinating. You're not hold her down. Okay, need, let me is get she... a notepad. Guys, 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 I think she's talking, I think she's speaking in the third person. Oh, okay, is that, oh. we're losing her, we're losing her. Oh God, guys. Please don't let them hurt the children. The children! We need love and shelter from the storm. This song is a thing. This gave me an existential crisis at six. I just want to let everybody know. Like, I didn't need to hear this shit at six. I wrote a parody of it, though, for Looking Forward. That's excellent. It's called Dear Mr. Jason, and it's about giving the vote to seven-year-olds. It's the only way I could, you know, like when you have the you opportunity. You the demons, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Taylor's written something down for me that I have to. Which that I, I have. Will, I will not speak. He's written it down like a serial killer would, with a sharpie <laughs> on a on a fucking. He napkin. cut it out of new, out of magazine clippings and just glued it. Okay, to paper am I spelling it correctly? Am I looking at your? Am I looking at your spelling correctly? Is that correct? Like that? Yes. That okay. Correct. It wanted me to look up Linda Lovelace though when I wrote that. I feel like I should. I should. Oh, I misspelled. <laughs> I misspelled the last name. Nope. Nope. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sure I can find it. Um. Oh my god, I misspelled and, and, it again. <laughs> add, add principal. Come on, Jason, silver up and type. Principal and Boise. Uh-huh. Oh, here's an obituary. 2015. 2015. Taylor. Wow, I oh, got in just right. Missed it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, photo finish. Yeah. Photo finish non So can we say the name now? Huh? <laughs> oh, yes, that's her. Okay, so I'm not going to say her name. Died in Boise of natural causes. Oh, There's well. a lot of people die in Boise. A lot of people die. A lot of people of natural causes. That's, by the way, my favorite. Uh, I need. Can you hand me real quick, Taylor? Can you hand me that acoustic guitar? Real quick. You just reminded me of a song. For no reason. For no reason. It just reminded me of something. By the way, I want you to see, Taylor, that, that there's a 3D printed um, uh, pick on that guitar on this sitting here. Oh, shit. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's shiny. Mm. Yep. I don't want to hit you with a guitar, so I won't. <clears throat> 
All right, guys, ready? Hold on, real quick. For an event. That's not the right chord, because I'm going to start playing CB, the hour CB song if I do. Everybody dies in Boise. A lot of people dying of... Taylor, what's a good thing people die of in, in Cancer. Boise? Cancer. Everybody dies in Boise. Even Bjork, who's a dancer in the dark. Oh, why did Bjork die in Boise? Shapeshifter. What, man? She's a shapeshifter. Oh, she's a shapeshifter. She looks like that principal from Boise Elementary. Mm, Boise. Bjork. Boise. So, I knew I was going to play the guitar at some point. I, guys, I'm so sorry. That was just, that was, that was impromptu. I mean, it's a song that already existed. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's like, a cover. The, the way all songs I can't, Taylor, I can't afford already. the rights. Can you get me some money out of the uh, fire sign coffers to pay for the rights of that song? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. We'll talk Thank you so so much. Phil Phil Proctor, we'll be down, we'll right? We'll the title the title of that song. Electric by the way, clothing. Um, <laughs> the, the the title of that song. Mm -hmm. It was originally, you know, the the platters recorded originally, and it was <laughs> called Bjoisy. Bjoisy. Yep, that's exactly right. What's weird is like again, it's one of those situations where they predict the birth of of uh, of her of of, of Bjork and, their, and her, her death. death and her death on layover. Yeah, when does she when does she die? I don't I, I didn't listen to the rest of the song. I was just Thursday. Thursday this Thursday this coming Thursday. Well, I shouldn't ladies give it, and, I shouldn't give it away. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Taylor Jensen has called it Saturday, December tenth. Taylor Jensen has called the death of Bjork on Thursday, Let's, December fifteenth. Oh, sorry, last Thursday. Last oh, Thursday. last Thursday, she, she Bjork's did. already passed away. Yes, or in another dimension. Oh my God, hold on, another dimension. Give me one second. <clears throat> oh my God. I'm getting a call from a Bjork Dan. Give me one second. Hello. Hi, I am Bjork Dan. Are you Bjork Dan or Deaf Dan? I'm having a little trouble. Bjork Dan. How how are you? What's your universe like? What's going on over there? I will you. I'm sorry, I couldn't understand literally a word you said. This is one of those things I think I'll understand in post. Thank you so much. Goodbye, Bjork. God. Like, all right. God damn, Icelandic. I just can't. I, I, I can't get into it. Yeah. It's hard. I'm, I'm so glad that I wasn't born in Iceland. Um, you know, I, oh, that's weird. I'm getting a call from. Hold on one second. Give me a second. I'm getting a call from. Holy shit. Episode 100. I, I mean, I'm this far into it. By the way, who's listening? I don't know. Uh, Steam Dan. Hold on. Hello. Hello, Steam it's Steam Dan. Dan. I'm How good. Are How are you? It's been a long time since we've spoken. How's it going over there? I know. I don't even remember how I talk anymore. <laughs> well, you know, time passes. That's what happens. Our voices change. Our people, our yes. personalities yes. change. Yeah. I was. Mm. Uh, so, have you gone through any? Uh, I mean, I made any sort of moral changes in the last since we've last spoken. I mean, last time you're killing oh, a lot of yes. people. Oh yes, of course I have. I mean. You know, you can't do the same thing all the sure, time. Sure, sure. Last time we spoke, you were pip, pip. killing a lot of prostitutes uh, to test your suit out. Mm, mm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that you're doing better. So what's what's your latest hobby in your steam suit? I kill prostitute puppies. Huh. 
I don't remember hearing about a rash of prostitute puppy killing. Now, wait a minute. Are these the puppies? Well, those, are, uh, those aren't reported by very now, many newspapers. That's why I moved a, on. Wait, you moved on from prostitute puppies? Or you're still on prostitute puppies? No, no, no. I'm killing them in record okay. numbers. Are people keeping records of the murders of prostitute puppies? Well, if you read vetscience.org, mm-hmm. they have a whole rash of... Historical okay. documents of dead prostitutes. Now, are puppies. these puppies who are prostitutes or are the puppies of prostitutes or? Oh, no, they are prostitutes. I am also a puppy pimp. You're a puppy pimp. You sort of have, I have to sort of create my mm. inventory, so And to you, speak. you kill them <laughs> off before they get too old for the customers. Well, yes, yeah, so otherwise they aren't now, puppies the, anymore. Gotta be under a year. Are they other dogs or? Well, you know, whatever they want. Okay. Okay. Wow. Steam Dan, I got to tell you, I thought there there's no way you yeah. could be a worse human being. <laughs> um, I feel like you've just accomplished the worst human being uh, level of this game. Do I get an award, uh, too? Ask, let's ask Taylor Jess and Taylor Jess and worst human being of, of the podcast. Of this episode, de- guaranteed, of this episode, uh, of the full length of episodes, right. I can't guarantee anything. There, there, here's the thing. Pe- pencil Dan seems like he might have been... Oh, hold on. I'm getting a call. Sorry, Steam Dan. I have to hang up and you. Pencil Dan's calling in. Oh, what? What's up, Pencil Dan? Oh, I have a pencil in my penis? Okay, yep. Nope. Yep. So but many pencils. Goodbye. So, oh, he... Yeah, yeah new new winner. New winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes to uh, sound with Sounding. Pencils. He's yeah, sounding. With multiple pencils, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. He, I think last We're time ta- he, he had a handful and he was somehow jamming them, maybe with a funnel? Yeah, once you see those videos, you're a different person. Into his wee hole. Yeah. That's what we call it, a wee yeah. hole on this podcast. Wee hole. Technically. Yeah. Uh, wee hole, by the way, is where your um is where your me, your uh your Nintendo Wii characters go to die. That's the wee <laughs> hole. The wee hole. Yep. Because there's a Wii U now and I'm sure they're called something else. They still call Mies. Yeah. I don't know if they're called that. I don't have a yeah. Wii U. Still, that's where is they that go different to die. Than mm-hmm. The what? No, not West is that Hollywood. Different from no, Weeho? no, no, no. West Hollywood is very different. Okay. Can I tell Don't you, I, I when I went to West Hollywood, okay, real quick, let's, this is, we should end yeah, the podcast story time very soon, but let's, real quick. But story time with Jay, I mean. I do have a West Hollywood story. Taylor, have you ever been to Halloween in West Hollywood, California? Mm. Every year for the last 12 years. You have? Yes, okay. it's my thing. It's amazing. Okay, Fun. it is fucking fantastic. If you, it is the most, yeah. I have a feeling it's Rio and here. Like, I have a feeling it's like some other very exotic place in, in West Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Of the two. Indeed. Now, my story, my first Halloween in L.A., well, I spent in West Hollywood because I'm like, well, why the fuck would I not? Because it sounds amazing. And I went and I was dressed. It's the shittiest costume ever. But I had on a suit because I was Mr. Smith from the from the Matrix because nice. I looked enough like him. And I was just walking around saying, Mr. Anderson. That's all I did, right? <laughs> um, so I went around. And at one point, we ran into a gentleman who was... At least creative. By the way, for anybody who doesn't know, if you've never been to the West Hollywood Halloween, when I went at least, there were like fucking, it was 90% drag queens and they're fucking beautiful, Mm -hmm. either beautiful or just so ornate that you cannot admire, you can't not admire them. Six feet tall headdresses but craziness. But but then also sometimes on stilts and shit, right? Like Mm -hmm. crazy outfits, okay? And it's like, holy shit, this is the most. Yeah, they're the Fabergé eggs. Of transvestites. They're the Fabergé yeah. eggs of people. Like, it's it's beautiful. Like, yep. you can't not admire it. So you walk around. And at one point, I run into a guy who I think is possibly the least creative gay man to ever put on a costume. Because he's just got on a, 
uh, a chip's helmet <coughs> and leather pants, tight ass leather pants, right? He's a big dude, uh, kind of a bear, and a big mustache, and he's got on a leather cross strap, like a He-Man cross strap, going across his chest. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, nipples the about a centimeter long. <laughs> he had done something to him, okay. <laughs> And long story short, he is, uh, you, you can call it assault, he was uh, slapping the ass of a, a, an adorable young gay gentleman who was with me, and he did not want this to happen, so we talked to the WeHo cops, the West Hollywood cops, the most open-minded cops because they've seen everything in the world, and they stopped the guy, they walk him away, and he's like, you guys okay? The West Hollywood cop, by the way, awesome. You guys okay? We're like, yeah, we're fine, we're fine, everything's good. He's like, good, good, good. Pause. Is it just me or that guy have the biggest nipples you've ever seen? That's what the cop says to us. And it is my favorite moment in, in L.A. history just about because that cop seen everything but not nipples a centimeter long. This guy had done. They were perfect. They were pencil erasers. They were not like they were had been put into a machine to have something done to them. They had been taffy pulling machine, a taffy maybe. pulling machine for, for nipples. And I was like, that's fat. Like, yeah. So that I just w- thought I should point that out. That wins. You're yes. gonna get touched in West Hollywood. I just feel like I should point that out. Like that's, that's so. Is that is that, that's a, is that another award we can give out? Mm-hmm. Biggest nipples. Yeah. Biggest nipples to or most perf- most perfect nipples. most perfect nipples to just YMCA did. ripoff guy. Whatever his name was. Yeah. That guy. Yep. So uh, yeah, one of my favorite moments. And except it was really upsetting because it is sexual assault. <laughs> but at the same time, that cop saying. Is it just me? <laughs> like the, the pause was beautiful and perfect. Yeah, it's like I've seen so many things. Oh my god! But not that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah, of course. Like, like he what, what, was there just braille on his chest? I don't know. Well, Dan, you've sung you've sung what you think the Slade song sounds about. We've done we've done a lot of things. Okay. Um, yes, we've we've done a lot in the last hundred sixty minutes. We talked about Jerson. Um, what I want to do is before yep. we head out here, before we do the outro with the delightful Colin Anderson, I just want to everybody. We need to have some final words for this episode, and uh, let's start with our wonderful, delightful guest who is very unassuming and but a delight and a half as a human being, Taylor Jessen. In the last hundred and sixty episodes of Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, or a hundred hour cast, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the last hundred and sixty episodes, in the last two hundred and six episodes of this podcast, <laughs> I've learned some things mm-hmm. about myself. Sure, and real quick, I'm sorry, we got an interruption. Real quick. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! That was a Dalek just wishing us Merry Christmas. So continue. <laughs> what were you going to say, Taylor? That's all I had. I'm. Uh, I I remembered some things uh, from the podcast, and those things were uh, memorable. Mm-hmm. But you need a final word, Taylor. Something funny, something pithy, something that people are going to remember you by. Remember the podcast by. Remember the world by. Here's here's the thing you have to remember, Taylor. We're on the verge, like I said. Amtrak's about to give out those free train tickets. Um, if in case everything goes down, and well, this is the last historical record, let's just treat it that as a possibility. Let's let's say, Taylor, in the worst possible of future worlds, fire signs archive is wiped out. Dan and Jay's comedy hour is all that left. This is the place, Taylor, where you get to express yourself and you get to tell the world what is about to happen. I want you to be like, listen. This is my final message for the world. Merry Christmas. This goes at the week that, uh, of Christmas, the Sunday, the Monday that Christmas is a, it will follow. I need you to tell the world what is the most important or the funniest quote you've heard on the podcast today. It's uh, it's been it's been a great time here on the podcast, and I just wanted the uh, the um, 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 uh, the the let's just end with the name of that person who's dead. Let's. Just hold on. We got, I, I'm getting a call from. Oh, oh. 
But I'm also getting a, a, a call really quick from... Uh, I'm going to wish you all well mm -hmm. with this piece of tissue paper. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Mm -hmm. Real quick, I'm getting, I was building up to I'm getting myself. a call from the Dalek universe. We better listen to the Daleks. Mm -hmm. I'll put away my Kleenex. Mm -hmm. I thought it was. Give me a second. It's not playing for some reason. I need to bring back the Kleenex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I'm giving my final word. It's not word, playing. <laughs> Here, let's, let's do this. When I give my final word. I like to oh, that's what happened. <laughs> give me one second. Great time here on the podcast, and I just wanted the uh, the um, uh, um, uh, the the let's just end with the name of that person who's dead. Let's just hold on. So that that happened. Uh, so oh, when I, I can't I, think yeah. of the last word, when mm -hmm. I, what I like is uh, to mm. have a terrible, horrible memory. Uh huh. Then we'll stay sure. with me forever. I think you've just given me. Okay. Well, my, my final words are, mummy's not coming home for Christmas. Dan, do you have any final words for this podcast? Mm -hmm. This is Ted Bundy signing <laughs> off his podcast, Choking Hazard. <laughs> oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for the longest episode of any podcast in history, except for something recorded <laughs> by Pete Holmes. Uh, this is, this is episode 100 of Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. We're going to end you very, we're going to end you. We're going to end you. <laughs> we're going to end you. You've ended That's me. That's also Ted Bundy sign that off. Is, that is Ted Bundy sign off. And, uh, let me get very quickly here to the end, uh, which I, uh, here's the thing. This is the last, this is our sign off. And I'm going to go ahead and say I probably fucked it up and I'm not at the right spot. Memory, Dr. Memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Yes. Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh, hold on. <laughs> I hope you edit this. Shut up. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Dan, say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This has been Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, a 2016 actual very real BBC Christmas special. I have been your announcer, Colin Anderson. Um, I, I want to give uh, some very quick, um, just just some uh, some quick credits. First of all, that is uh, the delightful Neil Mason wrote the the Welsh thing. Um, uh, he wrote it and he performed the London Man, even though he's Welsh. Uh, written by Neil Mason, performed by Neil Mason and Gareth Burrows, produced by Gareth Burrows. Uh, Neil is a fan of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, my news radio podcast, and I basically reached out to everybody who's remotely English. And they, they, they did some stuff for me. Um, and I would say Colin Anderson and both and Stuart Goldsmith, who Colin Anderson introduced me to, are both very English. And thank you for making this extra English. And um, so same to this bag of twiglets. Taylor, what do you think of the bag of, tw bag of twiglets? It was goddamn English. Thank you guys so much. And thank you to the BBC. Guys, Dan, what do you have to say to the BBC? Uh, thanks for being British, thank you so much. I guess. I'm getting a quick call from BBC, Dan. One second. Hello. Hello on BBC Day. Now all you doing today? I'm good. Do you do you know a guy named Weston Yarbrough? Is that his name? Am I getting the name wrong? Oh, I do. We we're best friends. We hang out all the time. We play cricket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now he's on my batting club. Now uh, I thought Weston Yarbrough was going to read the night before Christmas uh, on this podcast. It's not going to happen, probably. Right? This episode. 
No, no. I'm pretty sure he said he wanted to do it for uh, the, the, the CD. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's, that's absolutely fine. To me. That's absolutely fine. We guys, we're going to release an EP, and this will probably be part of it. I'm sorry. That's all I got to say. I love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy episode 100. Dan, I love you. I'm happy to do 100 episodes with you. Taylor, I love you. I'm happy you've done a few episodes of the show. I mean, more is fine. I would be fine with it, but I love you both. Yeah. Bye. 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 Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Hour, follow us on Twitter at DJC Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Mm-hmm.